Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you, Eric? I am super swell. And uh, this is uh, episode 23, my goodness, of 30-Minute oh. uh, Apple. And today is all about, of course, WWDC. Yay. Yay. And oh my gosh, it was such a good uh, presentation. Um, it was. They covered uh, a lot of stuff. It was a lot to, to cover. And it was well presented. And the people were, you know, rehearsed and everything went smoothly except for one mm. demo. And, uh, yeah, man, there was just a ton. So, uh, where would you like to begin? My notes were taken as it happened. So I was thinking maybe we could start with watch OS seeing as it was the mm -hmm. first thing. Did you want to go in the order of the keynote? Uh, sure. Sure. That's how I took my notes as well. Oh, okay, cool. So we'll start with watch OS three quicker which looked pretty cool yes indeed uh they said it's um uh seven times faster but yeah. uh, what they didn't say is and what occurred to me is that on the scale of things you know uh, it's practically instant you know it's yes. it, it, it's immediate you know uh, it may be x you know seconds and you know seven times faster makes it a you know fraction of a second or whatever but as mm. you're using it as i think it you know as a human it will just seem immediate you know yes um it was eddie that presented wasn't it um he said he said it's he said it feels a hundred times faster but mm -hmm. it's only seven times but it's actually seven times faster and you're right, it would feel 100 times faster um, compared to sitting there and waiting for things to load. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I just, oh, it'd be so nice. It'd be like a breath <laughs> of fresh air. Yeah, um, and I agree uh, with uh, other people who have said that I don't use apps because it takes so long to load and Damn. i have uh, i haven't been using apps because i haven't really felt the need for it or there hasn't been the yeah. right app to use for it but uh to their point one of the things that keeps me from experimenting or exploring as much as i probably would is the fact mm. that it takes so long for everything to launch you know mm. like uh oh uh here you know i've downloaded five apps in the past x amount of time i wonder if there's there are watch you know counterparts to it i could investigate but it'd take like an hour and a half you know, or yeah exactly <laughs> so i had just set it aside and don't pay attention you know so yeah. i'm sure that factor factors into it as well so uh the fact that everything is going to be super fast oh my gosh how did you feel about the dock well you know um apple is replacing the function of the side button from uh, right now it goes to your circle of friends and then you can, you know, uh, draw scribbles to them or I forget what they're called. But anyway, you can sketch uh, doodles. Digital touch. Mm, yes. Uh, you can digital touch them with your uh, doodles and artworks and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. and I, I enjoy that very much. Uh, and uh, however, uh, now it's going to be you press the side button and it shows a dock, like an activity center type kind of deal. Oh. And... Um, yeah, that'd be fine with me as long as it's not too inconvenient to get to uh, the circle of friends. Uh, I hope they're not uh, doing away with it because they still want to send my arts. Yeah, there was no mention of it. Um, obviously, later on, 
digital touch gets a mention in a couple of places, but not as far as the watch. So um, I, I would say it's still there, but how you get to it, who would know? Mm-hmm. Is it now a glance? Is it something you can put in your dock? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I thought it was kind of cool to have a dock um, because having to press digital crown to go into your sea of apps to get the few apps that you always use is painful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So no matter how you've got those apps set up in what cool pattern or anything, um, I have, you know, like messages and things is all close to the watch face, how I've got it set up. But still, you know, you got to go in there, you go find it, you got to tap on it, it's got to load. If it's in the dock, that looked very quick as well because you could just, you know, flick through everything mm-hmm. to get to what you wanted to. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was cool. Yeah, but I'm with you. As long as it's still easy to get to the circle of friends for digital touch. Uh, it's all good as far as you're concerned. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I have in my notes uh, control center, mm. uh, yes or no, and I'll vote yes, I suppose, um, without yes. you know having uh, you know seen seen everything so far. Um, and they have. I also have in my notes uh, quicker replies. That probably uh, pertains to, you know, like if you get a text or something, you can reply quicker. Oh, um, yes. And uh, part and parcel of that is you can, they have a new, brand new thing called Scribble, where yes. you can um, scribble a, a message back to your pal that you've just been texted. And in the uh, demo, they had um, character recognition for Chinese you know you could uh, mm. scribble a Chinese character and it would send the Chinese character and you so can, cool you can mix and match English and you know another language that way you know in the same yeah. message and uh, that is really cool and that's something I never thought of they showed in the demo how you can mix two languages in the same text and I thought oh my gosh you know what that's right uh, that's a good idea because yeah that would totally come up in natural conversation mm. and everything that's yeah uh, yep. And I've listened to a couple podcasts about uh, the conference and uh, a few of them, uh, almost I think all of them have said that this seemed to be all about um, uh, taking care of, you know, miscellaneous things, uh, smoothing things out, fixing things, adjusting things and making it more like its true self, you know, and yeah. uh uh, you know, they're catching, they're having some things catch up to where everyone thinks they should be. And, you know, yes. they're solving bugs and they're, you know, taking care of concerns that have, you know, uh, like, for example, and the uh, people have been saying, oh, thank goodness the side button doesn't do the circle of friends because I never use the circle of friends. And so it's, you know, there are only two buttons and I can't believe that they had that side button just be for circle of friends and rar. And so now that it does something, you know, uh, uh, quote unquote useful. You know, everybody is, hooray, you know, that's what it always should have been. So I think, uh, yeah, things like, uh, you know, multiple languages in the same deal. Um, oh, of course, that makes perfect sense. And that's just another thing that uh, they're smoothing over and make and adding like a, some polish to all of their mm. softwares, you know. Which is something that happens a lot with, especially iOS, I think. Every update gets things that you go, oh, that is the coolest, but so natural 
and mm-hmm. intuitive and always should have been there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's there's always features like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people have a rant on it about mm-hmm. it. But um, I'm just thankful that they listened or from their own use or whatever, however they got there, that it's actually been implemented. Mm-hmm. So um, I agree that it was strange that the circle of friends was one button. Like that was just for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because your circle of friends, like, well, you and I are probably the only people that use digital touch like maniacs. <laughs> Other uh-huh. people probably don't even go near it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I have a you friend know, so... in uh, Minnesota and <clears throat> I can't remember the last time. Uh, we did it, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're my only digital touch friend, even though others send it, it's very, very seldom, mm-hmm. and it might be a hello or something, whereas oh, we use the full range of everything. We've got apps going, uh, not apps, sorry, emoji going, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all sorts of things. So, um, yeah, I think I think it's cool that that button's going to have some different uses. Uh, Minnie Mouse is coming. Yes. Hmm. Do the faces. But I thought the coolest thing of all about that, because I'm just like, yeah, I'm not really a big Mickey and Minnie fan, but it's still super cool, and I have used Mickey as a watch face. Hmm. But the thing with Minnie is that her outfits match your watch band. Yes. (laughs) And I was like, boom, okay, cool. That is so (laughs) awesome because you and I have both just bought, um, well, recently added some different colors and things to our band collection so mm-hmm. that's a very cool feature um oh and new faces speaking of new faces activity ring face oh yes um kind of cool I, not uh, really my thing but kind of mm-hmm. cool i and had uh, in my notes activity face and i was trying to remember <laughs> what that referred to <laughs> i had activity face too until i changed it this morning because i'm like that doesn't even make sense um and the numerals face mm-hmm. with your choice of fonts i thought was just beautiful and that's something that i would use if i was going out and the for uh, dinner or something oh yeah 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 uh, mm-hmm. And for the folks at home, the numerals face uh, basically is a blank screen except uh, the hour shows up. And uh, the, mm. that number for the hour only appears when it's that hour. And so, mm. uh, you know, if it's like a, a 10, 10, you know, you'll see the hour hand point to a 10 on mm. the face. And that's that, you know. Mm. And uh, uh, yeah. With the 10, with the number 10 there mm-hmm. as well. So, you yeah. know, it's 10, 10. Yeah. Uh, it looks uh, very elegant and, and nice, mm. and uh, I look forward to trying it out. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, I with the messages, how they've done the quick replies. Um, it's very similar to another app that I use called Viber, and only recently they added Apple Watch support, like properly, mm. where I can I can go into the Viber app on my iPhone, and I can do. Um, like they they also had default replies and you could go and you could customize those. So not in the watch app or on the watch or anything like that, back in the Viber app. And then on the screen on your watch, you have stickers and reply. And then you could use those replies. Uh, you could use dictation too, I think. I can't remember now. It might just be replies and stickers. They had a little selection of stickers that were just for watch, which is pretty cool. And, um, yeah, so it was nice to see 
those features come to message and then sort of take them to the next level, um, that's heaps easier than going reply and then deciding what you're going to do. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, much quicker actions, just like one tap and you can reply, whichever way you'd like to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I have on my notes is uh, more places, uh, spaces for complications on extant yes. uh, watch faces, and I am all about that. Uh, because, yes, you are. <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah, I am... Um, and also, uh, part and parcel with this, uh, they have a new method for switching watch faces, seeing that's supposed to be quicker. You know, yes. you do an edge-to-edge swipe on the face of the yes. watch. And yeah. uh, so those two things together is uh, super important to me because I change my watch face, uh, you know, all the time, even during mm. the day. Like, I, I'll have uh, one face for when I'm at work and I have uh, meetings and I use the complication to see, you know, what the next meeting is and when and where. And... Uh, if I don't have any, as soon as I don't have any more meetings or anything to keep track of per se, I switch to a different watch face right then and there. And so, you know, just in the middle of of the afternoon, I've switched and uh, then I'll switch again, you know, if I get home or something or just want to change my mood or whatnot. And so I'm switching all the time. And so, uh, being able to switch that easily, super great. And also having more complications and more places means I can, um, maybe I uh, have uh, more different uh, faces to choose from during work as well. You yes. know, like if the calendar complication appears in, you know, the time-lapse uh, face, you know, for example, you know, if that's the case, well then, you know, golly, I'll be using the time-lapse face uh, much more often. So, hmm. hey. Um, yes, I had that in my notes too, that there was more complications, and I thought of you straight away as <laughs> I, was, I was watching that. Um, because I have become so about glances because my watch face I usually have for the week and it will be a photo that I've taken or something I've gotten from the net, Mm. um, whatever image. And, uh, it could be a hello kitty. And then the next day it could be a picture of the surf at one of the beaches where I live, Mm -hmm. things like that. So I'm all about, um, glances but I'm open <laughs> to looking at the different faces with the more complications um, because more there was it was getting to the point where I I was finding it hard to fill the complication uh, spaces on some of the faces because I didn't want the ones that they had necessarily. Uh, um, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm not in a, a, a work, I'm not in an employment position where I need to know that I'm going to meetings and everything. I just go and I do my job and I go home. So mm-hmm. I don't really need calendar, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I can have it in the glances and gl- and just switch it up and go, oh, yeah, the markets are on this weekend. I don't need to have it constantly reminding me throughout the day. So I didn't need that. And then there was other things too. So to have different complications will be cool. Um, the next thing I had was um, that they had a new view of reminders and find my friends. Oh, I missed that. I missed that altogether. What's that? Um, but that's all I had. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> even when I went back and watched the keynote <laughs> this morning, I didn't pick up anything else. So that was weird. Um, I think it was a easier way to get to those apps. Um, oh. And they, yeah, sorry, I didn't really elaborate on that. <laughs> um, I had the edge to edge swipe to change faces. 
And then the next thing I had was the SOS. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. And to be in another country and you use SOS, which again is your side button, um, and you don't know, like, you don't know what the emergency number is in another country. You just press that and Apple Watch knows and calls emergency for you. I thought that was very cool. And you can just talk right away. So you're pressing and holding, sorry, for emergency calls. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I only uh, worry about accidentally uh, doing it. I'm guessing you have to really press it, mm-hmm. not just hold it a little bit longer than normal while you're trying to get to your dock or something. I'm only guessing, but I would assume that your concern <laughs> is everybody else's concern, so they would make it very mm-hmm. pr- press and hold. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, uh, you press and hold it and it dials uh, 911 or whatever. And, yeah, or triple zero uh, for us, yep. And mm. uh, it also uh, shows medical ID information. As yes. well. So if you uh, pass out before they get there or whatnot, it'll be there on your watch, you know, and that uh, yeah. that is super handy and keen. Uh, yeah, I can imagine that being right helpful, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and I think um, like on the on the iPhone, I can't remember if it was iOS eight or maybe even seven, where your medical information is accessible without going into your phone. So if you do collapse or something's happened and, and an emergency person has to pick up your phone to get to your information about your allergies and so on, medical information, they can just swipe. Wasn't there a way you can swipe in the control center or something and you could access, might have been notifications, and you can access medical information? I'm guessing that's going to be the same on the watch. Someone could get your wrist and just touch it, swipe it, you know, press the button and, and the information would be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched that again this morning and the other thing that it does is it uh, gives your location. Oh, yeah. Mm. So um, uh, that's amazing because if you're starting to be a bit incoherent and you know where you are but you maybe you can't say it, um, mm-hmm. you can't mm-hmm. communicate it, then they still know. So I thought that was very cool. Well, it uh, helps uh, even if you're not exactly sure what uh, the name of the street you're on or yes. what night is, because that, that's for me, because I navigate uh, visually. So I could yeah. be at some place that I'm at all the time, but not know, quote unquote, where I am. You know, because yes. I've no yeah. idea what the nearest cross street is, you know, yeah. and uh, and that's true even where I live, <laughs> because I, yeah. you know, I know what street my house is on, but I don't know what the nearest, the, the nearest cross street is. I, you no. know, I, I've forgotten because I never, ever, ever, ever even anywhere come close to using that information for anything no. ever. And so... I, I don't retain it. And so, uh, and the same is true with uh, downtown Seattle, you know, 
or uh, anywhere else really you know i could say yeah. i'm you know i'm right next to this store or you know something like that uh but uh, the nearest uh, cross street i have no idea you know i know i'm near the space needle you know that yeah, kind of yeah. thing but that isn't yeah. helpful to emergency services you know they exactly. need to know you know where to go and i need or, importantly to tell them exactly where i am you know and so yeah yeah and if you're visiting another country or even just another town and you go, I, I don't know, I just, this is the street I drove in on. I didn't really mm -hmm. look. I'm not here, I'm here on holiday. I'm just driving around looking at things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, very, very helpful. Yeah, I did that in uh, San Francisco when I visited there. I, uh, I just uh, walked around, drove around, you know, just aimlessly yeah. really just a willy-nilly you know just a, oh what's that building you know and stuff like yeah, that yeah. so i i not only didn't know where it was i or i didn't not forget where i was i never knew where i was to begin with you know because mm. i was paying no attention to street names why would i you know so because i'm attracted to that blue building you know not not yeah. the, its address and stuff like that so yeah yep. very nice and i use uh maps if i'm somewhere i don't know i just usually like Sometimes I, I might take notice of one or two of the street names because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that street. Oh, yes, this, I have to turn right down here. So I could be walking, but I'm just following my dot on the map mm -hmm. of where I'm walking. And I know that I've got to walk up this street and turn left, the second left, to get to, you know, a training center or whatever. Um, and that's all I do. I might not necessarily say, oh, yeah, it's King Street and George Street. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, some very, very, very cool and helpful to emergency services additions there to, um, uh, to SOS and to, again, the button, the side button. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, yeah, what did you have? Uh, the next thing I had was uh, activity sharing. Oh, this is so cool. And I think that is a, a, a great idea, and B, it looks neat. <laughs> and, it does, yeah. And the idea is, you know, you have the rings of shame on your watch that show you how many calories you've burned or, you know, how often you've uh, stood up and stuff like that. And the idea is you try to fill all your rings every day to be fit and healthy. Uh, but activity sharing is you can share it with, you can send that info to another person and to help you know keep you honest and motivated and uh on track and things like that and that is uh going to be super great because i know that um peer support can be uh, critical to have mm. you know keep people on their plan whatever it is and to keep them you know motivated and everything and uh yeah it sounds like a great idea uh, i'll i'll do it sure why not yeah um it encourages a healthy competition. I think my favorite thing was that you could send uh, smack talk. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know if I would have a use for it, but that's hilarious <laughs> because I know plenty of people that would be sending those sorts of things to each other. <laughs> um, yeah, and you can send your heart rate um, after a workout so people know that, you know, you actually were at the gym or you did go for that run mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or even just a brisk walk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the next thing I have was the wheelchair user features. Wow. Yes. Um, wow, wow, super wow. Super keen and clever. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Um, what have I got there? Oh, 
Instead of time to stand, time to roll. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? Exclusive workouts. There was going to be, I think they said two exclusive workouts for um, wheelchair users and their own activity rings, which are optimized for wheelchair pushes. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Uh, yep, and I never thought about time to stand, uh, how people in uh, wheelchairs would react to that, you know? No, neither. And so uh, this is another thing. Oh, yeah, you know, that makes perfect sense. And gosh, why wasn't it there the whole time? And they, yeah. uh, I especially loved the presentation where they talked about the difficulty of having the watch since uh, wheelchair action, action versus other yes. action, you know? And mm. so now the watch can tell when you're wheeling, you know, uh, uphill or versus down or you know what you're doing you know mm. based on the action of your wrist or, you know because you know uh, as you touch the wheel you know uh, if you do one thing you'll start further back on the wheel if you're doing another thing you'll start further forward on the wheel and mm. all of this will be different depending on what you're doing and now the watch understands that you know and so i thought wow you know what that's so super clever it is super clever um uh, with the time to stand i stand all day and I still get notifications to stand. <laughs> right. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that because they've worked with that feature for wheelchair users, perhaps it's been enhanced across the board so that I'm standing all day. It's not going to tell me to stand. Mm-hmm. Maybe tell me to sit down for a minute. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. But, um, yeah, not tell me to stand. It's so annoying. <laughs> um uh- Go. The, uh, the next I had was uh, breathing reminders oh. instead of standing reminders. Speaking of that very thing, you know, so you can set your watch to tell you to take in a couple nice, deep, long breaths. Instead, mm. it, I, I assume it's in addition to standing or maybe it's instead. Or you It's a new choose. app called Breathe. Mm. And so, mm. uh, yeah, you just set that in every X amount of time. It will say, you know, now breathe. And the idea being... You know, if you do that, it'll help you relax and, you know, contribute to general health and well-being and all of that. But still, uh, but still, it's a very nice thing. It it would be just a great reminder to just uh, maybe look away from your monitor for a a few Mm. seconds and just, uh, yeah, just breathe and take a breath and relax and, you know, then go back to doing what you're doing you know so you don't just completely tunnel vision into what you're doing and forget the time and end up with hunched shoulders and a hunched back and you know stuff like that so yeah yeah um even for me standing all day i still have a monitor in front of me so that would work for me as well you know maybe to uh step back from where i am and have a breath or um i i know i'll totally use it it Mm -hmm. It is also just a moment of mindfulness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just to, yeah, to step away from everything you're doing. Of course, in some situations you won't be able to, but uh, it'll remind you and perhaps you can do it a little bit later. Um, uh, I like the fact that I don't have to look at it. It'll have haptic feedback, mm-hmm. which is what I would have set up because I'm in a role where perhaps looking at my watch isn't really acceptable. Like other than the time. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? So, um, yeah, if it can just sort of tap me in a certain way and I go, oh, good, because then if I've already practiced some of the breathing away from work time, then oh, I will know, yeah. Yeah. you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I, c- I can choose my own type of uh, rela- relaxation or breath there and uh, no one will know <laughs> that I'm doing that, which is kind of cool. 
Um, yes, and I just had reminders for breathing activity. So I think it might be like time to stand. Mm-hmm. Or you could set it like that. Um, and I just had a little note there that there was new APIs, um, support for Apple Pay, Sprite Kit, Cloud Kit, Scene Kit, audio and video embedded, etc. Mm. Uh, being able to Apple Pay from within apps, uh, that'd be keen. That's amazing. That, and again, one of those features that you like, why have I not been able to do that? Up until this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, my note is a bunch of new features for devs, and I'm excited to see what happens. And it's true. Yes. Um, more e- more APIs equals uh, more betterer apps and things like that. So yeah, mm. I'm yeah, I'm excited. I'm ready to ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll feel like a whole new watch. Yes. Um, and unfortunately, not until not available until your fall and my spring. Mm-hmm. So sad face <laughs> that we have to wait but um because anything with the watch i don't know it's just um it kind of uh spikes a new interest in it mm-hmm. not that we're never uninterested but you mm-hmm. do get sort of like it is part of every day mm-hmm. and you're just using it as you use it so some new features is cool I uh, just uh, the other day wrote a post on Ello of all places, mm. and I wrote a uh, post about how much I love my Apple Watch. I read it. Yep. <laughs> and, and it's true. I uh, I love it, and I use it all the times for all the things. And yeah, uh, yeah. This so this is um, just double plus good for me. It's uh, mm. a great a great thing getting better as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I totally agree. Um, next up. We have tvOS. Ding, ding. Now, I don't have a new model Apple TV. I do, I do. You do. So, so these things to me, it's like, oh, wow, but I can't place them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, uh, going from 80 to 1,300 channels is like, whoa. I mean, my third-gen Apple TV is uh, uh blows me away with all the stuff I can do on there mm-hmm. or all the things I can watch I should say not things I can do I don't have apps but yeah so you can have up to um 1300 channels to choose from yep and uh, that's a um an accomplishment of all the lawyers and the contract people and there's no technology yeah. technology behind that really <laughs> it's mostly just uh figuring out the contracts and things like that that's the real hurdle and uh so kudos to everybody getting the paperwork and the rights and the monies and the contracts and the stamps and the <laughs> whatever yeah. they, they had to do hooray I'm, I'm so glad uh that you know the those ones were settled and are good to go and i'm anxious for all the other entities on earth to get with the program and allow uh, apple tv to broadcast their material and since we can apple pay through apps and things like that well then that means we can pay for your stuff right from Mm. there you know uh for example so um yeah it's uh let's all just keep going as we're going and uh, add more channels and make apple tv even uh even better there's no reason not to as far as i'm concerned um 
and uh, uh, we're not uh, cord cutters. We we're, we came this close to doing it, but uh, decided to ultimately not. And uh, but still, um, the more things that appear on uh, the Apple TV, the better because I enjoy the interface of yeah. Apple TV so much. And I enjoy using uh, Siri to find things. I'm doing that more mm. and more. And being able to just speak your show and have it appear mm. is just uh, the bee's knees. And mm. it uh, that beats out any other interface, really, just being able to speak and have it appear. Uh, so there's yes. no drilling down through any menus or anything like that. So And especially now with 1,300 video channels available, that becomes yet even more important. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, more video channels the, the better bring it on uh since uh, siri does so well there's no detriment to having a thousand video channels there really isn't just pour them into your apple tv man do it <laughs> yeah uh in australia and possibly in other countries we have different laws um and regulations and things mm -hmm. so sometimes we don't have as many they eventually get here most of the time mm -hmm. but we don't have as much options as you do um and i know that a lot of the apps that are on there are american-based companies like hbo and things like that right sure yeah so you know yay we've got netflix but for other things <laughs> it might take a little while to get here mm -hmm. and um yeah that's just because of our broadcast laws and just things Mm -hmm, red right. tape politics i'm guessing yeah. as well um uh, all the things that are super dumb <laughs> yeah exactly yeah um we pay enough for things in this country we should have more access to <laughs> right uh, um six thousand apps at the moment wow mm. for your little apple tv that's bananas that's so cool um Wow. And then I've just got some notes here where they sort of um, mention some uh, apps of significance, mm -hmm. like Sling, which is live cable channels. Um, mm -hmm. we, uh, we looked at that uh, when we were considering uh, cutting the cord. And what mm. it does is basically just um, the Sling app streams different networks. And so... Okay. Uh, like uh, the I don't, the Discovery Channel. Uh, and so you tell Sling, show me the Discovery Channel. And what it will do is present you the live feed from the Discovery Channel, commercials and all. Uh -huh. And there's no way to DVR it. At least when we tried it, there was no way to DVR it. No way to, you know, set up a recording ahead of time yeah. or anything yeah. like that. It's just uh, like you're tuning into a TV with rabbit ears. You know, uh, what you see yes. is all there is, and that's that. You know, no pausing or stopping or, you know, fast Yeah, running. no on demand. Mm -hmm. You're just watching it as it happens. Yep, yep. At yeah. least that's what it was when we, we looked at it, uh, you know, some months ago. I have no idea if that's the same now, but I believe that's Sling's shtick is uh, streaming. Yeah. So I assume, yeah, it's all live all the time. Yeah. Then they, they mentioned Fox Sports Go. Now, you and I, that's probably something we're not going to look at, mm -hmm. but... um. Uh, you know, if you're into sports, then that's mm -hmm. pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially Fox Sports because that's massive stuff. That's like, um, that's, that's baseball and everything, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And the app, they, you know, they showed it uh, at the demo, and I don't know anything about, you know, the underlying um, 
genre but the app itself looked amazing it looked like mm. oh my gosh look at all the different things you can do it, mm. it, if i was into sports i'd i'd just be wigging out over that app yeah, you it, would. Looked, it looked just uh, bananas uh they mentioned molotov which is um french tv with a hundred live channels with with on demand so mm. a little bit of an extra feature there nba 2k which is already an app elsewhere mm-hmm. and that's going to come to um, app tv with live video and things uh minecraft story mode yay no, <laughs> <Minecraft>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite thing of all the mentions was sketch party because yes. it's like pictionary mm-hmm. how cool is that yep yep uh, sketch party uh, drawing the drawing guessing game and yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just that just looked delightful yeah Oh, I just, yeah, that would be so cool. Um, and again, just right there on your Apple TV. Um, the new remote app looked pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, for uh, iOS, you know, so use your yeah. iPhone to do Apple TV things. Yeah, or your iPad, iPad mini. Mm-hmm. I know some people have iPad just for, in their lounge, just for um, remote features. So uh, amazing. Um, and it has the features like a physical remote, which mm-hmm. I thought was cool. And Siri, which you already know how useful she is on the Apple TV, but it said um, search movie by topics, YouTube search, which I thought was cool, mm-hmm. um, and live tuning, and that's yeah. on iPad as well. I'm anxious to see what that's all about. Um but uh, before we move too far away, I wanted to mention the search movies by topic. The example they used was mm. uh, show high school comedies from the 80s. From the 80s, yeah. And, uh, wow, that's great, you know. Um, yeah. Because uh, there are movies that I'm trying to think of, but I don't know the title. And yeah. uh, I remember what the movie is kind of about, but uh, I don't know enough information to do a good internet search for it. You know, I know that yeah. that would take more time than really it's worth. Uh, but uh, this, uh, if I know just <laughs> barely enough about the movie, I'll be able to find it now uh, pretty quickly, really. By yeah, uh, you know, I know it's a high school comedy from the eighties. You know, and so yeah, uh, uh, there aren't you know uh, there aren't uh, six thousand of those. <laughs> you know, and so I'll be able no. to. Uh, that's a good way to narrow things down. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. Um, and, but even the YouTube search, as, as YouTube evolves as well mm-hmm. itself and has TV series and all sorts of weird things, um, that's kind of cool too. Same mm-hmm. thing. You saw a video or part of a video, you don't, can't remember, but you know the user's name or what the topic was. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the live tune-in. Um, Again, I watched the keynote this morning, but I for, I just flipped over the live tune in. Was um, what was that? I'm not sure. I just the only thing I have in my notes is live tune in, and it works on both a uh, TV and iPad. So I, I assume <laughs> uh, I, I assume it's uh, you um, tune into a channel and you just see the live feed, you know, commercials and all, and it's like Sling, except uh, covers channels that Sling does not, is question mark. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just um, having a quick um, search here, live tune in Apple TV. Uh, okay. 
Yeah, yeah. What's it saying? Uh, Apple begins promoting live tune-in feature on fourth-generation Apple TV called Live Tune-In, which lets users jump directly into the live stream streams of select apps using Siri. The company is specifically promoting CBS, ESPN, and Disney XD as apps that support live tune-in. On their press, um, on their press release, they say live tune-in colon ask Siri to go directly to a live channel inside a supported app, such as yeah. quote watch CBS News or watch yeah. e- ESPN, yeah. and that's all they have. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so. That's kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. I would like it to go to free-to-air channels, but, you know, that's not mentioned. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day we'll mm-hmm. be able to do that so that everything just happens from the Apple TV. Um, the next thing I have on my notes, which is this, like, boom, <laughs> single sign-up. Mm-hmm. You sign in once on your Apple TV and it signs into all of your apps. Yes. Oh, uh, you don't oh my have goodness. To, that is so cool. You don't have to do the ridiculous thing. You go oh, to launch an app and the app says, oh, uh, this has to be authorized. So go to a website and then sign in oh, there yeah. and then we'll give you a code and type in the code and then it'll authorize the app. Oh, my God. Really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so painful. So go on. And uh, uh, it's uh, super dumb, and, and so now uh, I, you do the single sign-in. You go in, and basically with your cable provider, you'll log into your cable provider. Is uh, I assume it was what that all means, and so it will retain that information and just communicate to the app behind the scenes, so you don't have to do it yourself and, in, in effect, self-authorize. And so you'll yes. download HBO Go or now or whichever it is. and But since you've already put in your credentials through the single sign-on, you'll download HBO Go or now or whatever it is and then uh, launch it and it'll be all invisible and it'll just be there and you'll start watching mm. HBO right away and that'll be just the best, especially since there are going to be 1,300 video channels available, yeah, right? That's right. You know, you might not have all of them, but you're going to have a big chunk of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but even... Um, I felt like that might have been for apps as well. So if you've got um, games that you sign into. Oh, really? I didn't. Uh, I didn't uh, pick up on that, but that is a very good idea. I wonder I've, if that's I'm true. Just, I'm just putting it out there. I don't. Uh, they didn't say that or show that. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if it will extend across everything. Mm, that'd be great. That would be so cool. Um, and the next thing I had, oh, yeah. So a page in the App Store shows all the apps that you signed into. Oh, I, I missed that. Um, which is very cool. Sorry, I'm just um, having a look here. Uh, I just thought that was handy so I know what's on there, what, what I'm signed into. If I'm not signed into something, I'll quickly sign it in. So it's all, they're all ready to go. Um, dark mode. Yeah. Uh, it, it changes the um, user interface from white to dark. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that hasn't been an issue because I guess things are, the television is distant enough or 
the environment is well lit enough or i don't know it, uh, i don't think i'll use it but i don't know maybe it will it's there um, my, um we'll see my apple tv which is the one prior to the new flash one um not as in flash the the software um <laughs> the <laughs> new special one um it has a black background so mm. uh, behind all my channels mm-hmm. so i don't find that a problem either but um yeah so dark mode dark mode's nice i like dark mode you know when you change your view in itunes for example on on mac and you go from music which is like boom bright and then you might go to TV or movies, which has the black background. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a nicer, softer view, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, true. Um, that's a good so point. So, yay. Mm. Um, auto downloads. This isn't something I use across my devices, but I can see the benefit of it on an Apple TV mm-hmm. because a lot of the time I'm on my iPad at home. That's what I do. And so if I find an app there that is a universal one, and it's a game, and I'm thinking, oh, this would be so cool later on the Apple TV. It's kind of nice that it's going to download and be ready for me to play later on. Uh, here's how it's going to benefit me. Uh, yeah. I don't think to even check to see if there's an Apple TV counterpart to anything. And so uh, next time I sign into my Apple TV and I see a thing, I'll go, oh, look, there's a thing. And I'll go explore mm. it and play with it, and I'll be just delighted you know, that there's something there that wasn't before that will enrich my life. And so, yeah, uh, it's all about the discoverability for me because I'm still not uh, the Apple has, you know, is trying to pound into us the future of TV as apps. Uh, it hasn't quite sunk in for me because, you know, I'm still not yes. thinking in those terms. Uh, but the auto download will you know, get me thinking in those terms because I'll see it happen in front of me. That's true, because I'm like that with the watch. Like sometimes, yeah. I, sometimes I see something and it says Apple, Apple Watch supported, and I'll read the features and look at the little screenshots. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time, I miss that um, because I want the app for something else, mm-hmm. you know. And then I'll see it has an Apple Watch feature. I'd be like, "Oh, cool! That is so cool!" <laughs> um, yeah, so it would work like that for Apple TV. That's yeah, that's really nice. Um, and then I just had Replay Kit which is going to be for sports, photo kit and home kit. Um, multiplay for games, up to four game controllers. Oh, uh, that yeah. is so cool. It is. Um, uh, I can't think of any uh, super whiz-bang games that I would, you know, have like in a party situation for like a race game or whatever. Uh, mm. But, uh, you know, I would first look to my consoles to fill that need. But... Um, it is pretty cool. It's better to have that than not. And uh, that pushes Apple TV toward more of a console's light, you know, or, you know, console substitute or something like that. Um, And really, the more time I can spend in one device, the better because we have a a TiVo, an Apple TV, and an Xbox. And, um, you know, just today, for example, uh, this morning, I... Uh, wanted to watch something while I ate, but I knew that I wanted to play a game later on the Xbox. And so yeah. I uh, launched the Xbox and I watched what I wanted to watch via Netflix on my Xbox because I knew I didn't want to get up to change the receiver yeah. over to, you know, TiVo. 
uh, or yeah. you know back and forth or anything like that so i'll just stay in the xbox and do all my all my stuff there i wish i could just stay in my apple tv <laughs> you know or yeah. you know uh, yeah. if i could just stay in one thing you know that would just be uh great and so uh, yeah. yeah having uh, the availability of four controllers um pretty cool uh that encourages uh us to use the apple tv as a party device you know what yeah. especially with that uh uh, drawing game and everything like that yeah and uh yeah uh, the more we can do with it the better uh that's that's a big deal moving forward and you're right your consoles are there for that very reason and they they won't ever go away it's not like apple tv is going to replace it right. it's just that sometimes there's things on the app store that you you can't get on the consoles they're written for ios mm-hmm. you know and if they were ported across they'd be weird and gross or they just wouldn't work they'd have to rewrite them for the consoles and the consoles are very powerful these days so you know that's a lot of work whereas you could write it for ios Mm -hmm. and then everyone could have it on their apple tv and four people can play i think that's going to that it will open doors and there's going to be some cool games coming out and not just games but other things as well oh i guess it's a game but you know like that sketch um game but you know it'll be trivial pursuit type things and you know like quiz games and things like that oh mm-hmm. it won't mm-hmm. just be racing or fighting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but um very cool very cool and and also there's that cost factor because apple tv even in australia comes in under console prices right mm-hmm. um about a hundred or so dollars and then you've got apps that oh, most of the time your most expensive app is fifteen dollars right which is a far cry from a console price yeah you know, you know and you can get it brand new for fifteen dollars if you're buying a game for a console it's brand new for a hundred dollars yeah or so, uh, 65 here in uh, seattle mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, you know, it's not always a hundred here either. It might only be seventy or eighty, but still more than the US. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so different. It's different. It's a different way of doing things. But I, um, I thought of this. It's uh, definitely up there. I, I thought of this uh, just now. I wonder if mm. uh, that also means that you could have more um, PC-like controls. Like, uh, you know, you have four slots available for controllers. Does that mean that you could have like a, a keyboard and a mouse and a joystick, you know, and a foot pedal, you know, or, or whatever, you know, is there like oh, some some yeah. super game that's waiting to come out on iOS that will use four different things at once and some kind of like gimmick, you know, or whatever, or a, or a flying game you know that has two rudder pedals a throttle and a control stick you know i wonder Hmm. wow maybe you should be a developer eric (laughs) (laughs) because you got some good ideas there because that's like yeah simulator games Mm -hmm. that would be amazing if you could yeah fill those slots with something else Mm -hmm. yeah very cool um Um, next is a new area yes i i don't have anything left for uh TVOS. Yeah, definitely new area. Yeah, again, uh, not available until your fall and my spring. <laughs> uh, such a wait. Oh, I know. It's, oh, waiting is agony. <laughs> First world <laughs> problem. So, OS 10, mm-hmm. or as it is now officially known, 
Mac OS. Mac without OS. A, without yeah. a space. It used to be Mac OS a um, thousand years ago. Yep, and, and now with a capital it's Mac OS it. again. Yeah, now it's a Mac OS with a lowercase m and mm. no space. Yeah. And it's the change yes. that everyone saw coming a mile away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was an obvious change. And I'm okay with that because mm-hmm. how many times have you corrected someone when they've gone, oh, I have Mac OS X. Mm-hmm. Oh, so painful. So now <laughs> we don't have to worry about numbers anymore. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> and it's called Sierra. Yay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Um, big focuses on continuity, iCloud, and fundamentals of Mac. All good things. Especially All very if, good things. Uh, especially the if they can, if what uh, you know, I was saying, uh, and other people are are saying, you know, that this is you know like a big old like bug fix trimming, you know, uh, yeah. roughing out the smooth edges type kind of deal. I hope that mm. also means that uh, their services are going to improve <laughs> because uh, some sometimes uh, iCloud is uh, not so super hot. But if um, no. uh, they can uh, figure out a way to, you know, do things, <laughs> that would be super fab. I hope that's what this means. I hope so too. I totally agree. Um, the first thing I had was the first thing they have, which is very cool, is auto unlock. Oh, right. Yeah. I didn't have that in my... Uh... Oh, oh, no. Cause... That's actually my second thing. Yeah. Con- oh, okay. Uh, con- what did you have for first? Uh, continuity is is, is mine. Uh, but this uh, all falls under that gross yeah. of continuity so never mind so actually yeah the first <laughs> thing i have is uh is auto unlock as well um the only time i lock my Macs is ones that i'm using for work when i used to sell Macs and i had a mac for work um i would always lock it obviously mm-hmm. because it contained uh company information and uh private things so at home, they're not locked. But if I do take one out, I usually put a lock on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in the demo, that's exactly right. You're typing, you do it wrong, you're like, oh, or you forget because you just changed it recently, something like that. And then, you know, it's ages, and then you're like, oh, why do I have this lock in here? Oh, I have to have it. But mm-hmm. to be able to unlock it with your watch... What? That is so cool. It's like the future. Mm-hmm. And it uh, also falls under the, uh, oh, that's so kind of obvious. Why haven't I been able to do this yes. all along? You yes, know, yes, it's yes. A, yet another entry in, in under that header of uh, yeah. what, this, uh, com- what this WWDC has been all about. Is yes. the catching up and, you know, roughly yeah. smoothing things out and doing the, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. kind of stuff. Um. Yeah, it just, wow. As, you know, because you're like, oh, yeah, unlock it with my phone or whatever, but do it with your watch. It's like, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the thing that I've got here with, like, a big boom next to it <laughs> is universal clipboard. Do you know, I had a moment once where I was showing customers a Mac, and I went from my iPhone, and I was showing them how to copy and paste on the iPhone. I don't know why, but that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And then... Without even thinking, I went to paste it on the Mac, 
this is years ago. And I, and everyone's like, <laughs> I saw what you tried to do. And you're like, oh, shut up. <laughs> but, but now you can mm-hmm. actually do that. If it works. I hope oh, it does. Oh, I think it will. Uh, because uh, I still am frustrated every single day, almost, with uh, my pictures not showing up. Because I'll take a picture with my iPhone, and yes. I'll want to do something with it on my iPad, mm-hmm. and it's not there. I have to actually mail it to myself. And uh, sometimes, still today, the pictures sometimes show up, uh, sometimes don't. Sometimes they show up right away. Sometimes it's the next day or days, plural, later. It's true. And sometimes it- never. And so uh, I I was initially, oh, wow, Universal Clipboard. That's awesome because I do the same thing. I'll have something on my iPhone like a link or something, mm. and I'll want to manipulate it or do something on my iPad. And I'll, oh, oh. <laughs> and, but yeah, and you're like, to, oh, oh, now I'm gonna go get my phone. Oh. You know, and so, yeah. uh, so I'm. Oh gosh, if I just want it to work, if it if it works, I'll be ultra excited about it. Um, and the other thing I was gonna say then about you were talking about your photos and you had to mail them to yourself because you can't use AirDrop. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, can we please, 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 please have <laughs> an upgrade? to airdrop that feature is sitting there and it works some of the time <laughs> right the devices can be sitting next to each other mm-hmm. and not see each other oh yeah no it's it's all about the server uh the, oh. it's nothing to do with uh, proximity or interference no. or anything like that no it's all and server. ios to mac and mac to ios mm-hmm. no 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 so please please um, I'm using third-party apps to do that, which are just killer quick. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to do that. It's kind of there, and it should work. Anyway, that's just my little rant. Yes. Um, well deserved. I cl- yeah, thank you. <laughs> iCloud Drive. iCloud Drive. It works pretty good. I haven't had a problem with iCloud Drive. It's pretty much instant. I uh, don't think I'm using it well or enough, or I'm not conscious of my using it, so... Yeah. Oh, um, I the other day I was uh, updating my resume or CV, whatever you want to call it, and um, I thought, oh, I'm really sick of putting these sorts of things onto a stick. Why don't I just chuck it in iCloud Drive and see how it goes? Because also if you use something like Dropbox, on my network, even though it's quite good, that could take two hours to upload that one small document. What? Yeah. It's no good. It's crazy. Um, so I think that's their service, to be honest. Um, yeah, so I thought, oh, I'll just try it, you know, and mm-hmm. I popped it in there and I thought nothing of it. went to – it was from one Mac to another Mac. I think I – oh, I might have looked on my iPhone first. And it was there. Oh, it worked. What? <laughs> it was there, yeah, it was there, and I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Um, you know, as far as I know, it only supports documents, maybe photos and things. I don't know about video or anything like that. It was just mm-hmm. I tried that. My resume is maybe, I think it's two to three pages, but I had other things in there mm-hmm. um, that I've had. Oh, when, oh, what did they used to call it? It wasn't 
iCloud Drive, I think just iCloud, and you would have uh, pages, documents, and things in there. They're still all there, and they're quite big PDFs. Um, yeah, so it works. So um, having it, oh, because iCloud Drive available across all devices, they were talking about also documents that are on your desktop. Mm-hmm. If it's on one desktop, why can't it be on your other Mac's desktop? Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Because well, then yes, if you've forgotten... If you've forgotten to put that document into your iCloud Drive folder, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, other than Universal Clipboard, one of my favorite things from this whole presentation of macOS was the optimized storage. Oh, yeah. Um, and that is you press a button or it, and it does yeah. it automatically. And it, the idea is it throws away things that are thrown away, you know, deletes them rather. And uh, files that you haven't consulted in forever will be uh, quote unquote deleted from your thing and sent to the cloud and put there instead. Uh, you know, freeing up space on your hard drive. And so, uh, but when you need it and go to, you know, get it at a just you know, suck it in from the iCloud and, you know, put it there like it was never gone, I think is the way. Is that, I'm, not, I... I'm not sure about the iCloud thing. I thought it was like gone for good. Oh. Uh, so maybe. Uh, I, I might be I thinking of something else. Yeah. Oh, no. We might have to check up on that. Um, I know that you can customize it because uh, they showed a little screen there. It, it looks very very simple to to use and everything like it had a picture of a trash can and it had something else so you could go through i think and and sort of customize to a point what you wanted Mm. to get rid of but Mm -hmm. from my understanding it was just all the rubbish like your cache from your from safari okay yeah like blah 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 get rid of all that stuff um their example was uh having 20 gig left doing the optimized storage and then having 150 gig left. Well, I'm what? <laughs> I'm all for that because <laughs> uh, the Mac that I have now is uh, giving me low, you know, storage warnings all yeah. the time. And yeah, uh, yeah so I'll take a, a, but unfortunately I, I have so little storage that I don't have enough room to install a new iOS on this particular Macintosh. And so, uh, hmm, I need to, I need to uh, burn it down to the ground, <laughs> you know, just to get, get to the absolute bare minimum of things that I want to have on this particular device and, uh, you know, get like a, mem- uh, you know, a, fl- a thumb drive is the word I'm looking for or something like that, yeah. you know, yeah. just offload everything and put that away and yeah. Uh, yeah, see if I can just burn this machine down man and and (laughs) just so i can just have just enough room to put in the new os yes uh, yeah even if you did that if it's compatible for mac os sierra and you had just enough room to install all of that it um it might then really benefit from just optimized storage without doing an erase and install Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that'd be cool Um, the other cool, 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 cool thing was Apple Pay Online. Yay! Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, Yay! <laughs> I, um, I'm looking forward to it. 
<laughs> yes. The fact that you can use your watch to, to authenticate your payment. I had to watch it again today because I was like, I remember them saying that, but that what? Why? Wouldn't you just go, yep, I authenticate it, press the button. But um, no, you can use your phone, touch ID, or you can use your watch. And actually um, uh, they connect and they authenticate it. It's hard to explain now. I should have written more notes, but um, <laughs> it drops down a little sheet for the authentication, and then away you go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, authenticate with Touch ID or Apple Watch. So I did have that there. I actually scans the watch like normal. Do you use your camera? I can't remember. <gasps> Sorry about that. I just thought that was very cool because in Australia, Apple Pay is very limited. Um ANZ Bank, which is Australia and New Zealand Bank, mm-hmm. um, they have the feature there for their American Express cards only. Mm. So even their own uh, debit cards don't have that, don't have the capability. That's uh, um, dumb. Yeah, it is dumb uh, because I tweeted them <laughs> <laughs> and I found that out because I thought, oh, I can change banks. Um, but that's... It. It's just American Express in this country. So to be able to do it online is kind of like cheating. You don't have to change banks. You don't have to do anything. Um, you just use it online. Mm. That's where all most of my shopping happens. Uh, increasingly for me as well. Yeah. Mm. And probably most people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the next note I have is cryptic. I have tabs. All the tabs. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I watched this again today. So, because I missed it. I was like, oh, yeah, tabs. And I just had tabs there. And I'm like, what does that even mean? I know we've got tabs in Safari. No, it's ta- it really is tabs in all of the things. Every app that's built into your Mac has tabs. Maps. Notes. Whatever. Oh, I see. And, okay. Yeah. And they said uh, third-party apps will have the feature as well because it's built into the Mac. Mm. Excellent. I'm, I'm like a tabaholic, so <laughs> especially in Safari. I have so many tabs open, uh, things I'll get back to, things I'm going backwards and forwards, uh, an article I want to read later, uh, whatever, mm-hmm. tons, millions of them. Um, and so to have them in all the apps is very cool. So you were right. Your notes were correct. <laughs> uh, next I have a picture in picture yes and uh, they've updated that so when you watch a video or something you can pop it out of whatever it is and put it like off to mm. the side of your screen and you can now move it around and resize it and you know whatnot and who fors uh, I don't yeah. use it uh, myself because I don't use my Mac enough but at the same time I would just love to be able to work with a little tiny tiny picture in picture off in the corner so I could still watch things but it wouldn't be too distracting you know mm. Mm. Um, yeah, it said great in full screen as well, so that's kind of cool. I mean, the demo they show is um, looking for movie times with Siri, and then they go, um, okay, they were at the Fandango page, and there was a um, trailer for Finding Dory, and so they took that video, that trailer, 
out off to the side, which is cool, you know, and they're saying you can move it around and they did that and they resized it. But then they clicked on your normal two arrows that point out to go to full screen and there it is still playing beautifully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very strong. Um, that was all I had for that one too. Um, Siri is next on my notes. Mine as um, well. This is a big deal to me. I just, raw. where's my Siri on my Mac all the time? <laughs> um, the fact that she does, I shouldn't say she, it does, um, what, what did they call it? Sophisticated file search? Oh, that right. blew me away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you can say, you know, show me the files that I've been working on for the 9th of January 2016. Oh, no, show me only the ones that I've worked with Sam. Mm-hmm. Done. There they are. And that's it- like... Wow, that's like a spotlight search, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but with your voice. It, uh, um, it's witchcraft. <laughs> it's, it is witchcraft. Oh. <laughs> um, and then, and then you can pin the results to notifications. Oh, I missed Whoa. that. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I, had so, I had a cryptic note about it this in, in my notes, and then when I rewatched this morning, I was like, wait, what? And I like, rewound it. <laughs> Two mm-hmm. times. I'm like, do it again, do it again. <laughs> and um, from the results that show, because I'm obviously you can move Siri around the screen. She looks like you can. But mm-hmm. firstly appears up in the top right where phone calls appear, if you ever do phone calls on Mac. Um, and then you get your list of results like you do on iOS, on your screen on iOS, on your phone or your, or your iPad. Mm-hmm. And then you get that result. And you drag it over to notifications and you pin it there. And then later on, from that, from those pins, you can drop those into documents, messages. Um, wow. Wow. I'm, I just thought that because I'm studying at the moment. So if I'm searching for photos that I want to use or uh, different I don't know, information from different resources, I can just pin it all. And the cool thing about that too is when I'm doing assessments, I can I can see where I got the information and add it to my resources list so I can show my uh, assessor where I've gotten my information and I haven't plagiarized. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yay. I thought it was really cool. And we're always sending forever. We are always sending links to each other. Read this. Look at this. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I can search stuff, pin it, and then drop it in a message and send it to you later. Mm-hmm. Mm. I tell you what, all this uh, Mac OS stuff makes me want to get a new Mac. <laughs> <gasps> you need one. Me too. Let's get new Macs. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I want one by the end of the year. That is one of my yearly yearly goals uh, mm-hmm. because the downside of the upgrade to Mac is the compatibility. So for a long time, three Macs in my house. I have vintage and retro Macs as well as more current ones. But there was always three that could, away they go, upgrade, you know, Yosemite and then um, El Capitan onwards. 
Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm down to one. Luckily, mm-hmm. it's the main portable that I use for study and everything. Uh-huh. But my actual main Mac that I love to pieces is an iMac. And he is a little bit old. He's late 2008. He's out now. My other MacBook Pro out is 2009. So um, my 2011 MacBook Air is all right. Um, yeah, so that's a bit sad that I can't, mm. like my favorite Mac in the house can't upgrade anymore. He doesn't. He's not the best to use. He's a little bit slow and makes you cranky. But, um, yeah, so need a new Mac. So maybe we can get new Macs. That can be like our thing. <laughs> <laughs> Again, no Mac OS until fall and spring. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next is um, iOS 10. <gasps> Whoa, this just went on for like, I think this was half of the keynote. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably. There were about, <laughs> and, I have uh, about uh, 6,000 trillion notes. Yeah, me too. Uh, maybe one more than you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, they said it was the biggest upgrade to iOS ever. I believe it. And yeah. At first you're like, whatever. No. When you're sitting there for that hour and you're just like, what? There's another thing? Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, the one, the, the first thing I have is the race to wake. Yes. Um, you have it with your watch. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Have it with your phone. Um, oh, so cool. Uh, this is to address a problem that uh, I encounter every day, and that is yep. when uh, you have um, an iPhone that has a new ring, a security ring on it, you know, when, you know the better one, and mm. it uh, reacts so quickly, it processes the information yep. so quickly that you can actually uh, not see your own lock screen. Uh, because it unlocks so fast, you know? Yeah. And um, for me, what I do is uh, for my wallpapers, I uh, usually do two different wallpapers, one lock, one regular. And yeah. so I I kind of want to see my lock wallpaper. You know, yeah. I, took, I took time to choose it because I like to see it. <laughs> and so exactly uh, when it unlocks, you know, super quick, I'm like, uh, oh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is so and now with the ios 10 uh, the idea is you'll have your phone laying on your desk or whatever and um you all you need to do is just pick it up and uh, the iphone senses that motion and it wakes up and it just shows you the lock screen and on that lock screen will be notifications and stuff like that and mm. the notifications you can 3d touch them to do things yes you know, like yep. uh, uh, see events in iCal, in the calendar, excuse me, uh, see messages and also it'll work with third party apps. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah. And, and also uh, the notifications themselves will blend into the background of your wallpaper. So it'll look all nice and fancy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I have uh, written down. Oh, oh, and one thing that I I, I, I just adore, uh, and this drew uh, big cheers from the crowd. Uh, you can three D touch clear all the notifications on your iPhone. Yes, yes, hooray for that! I um, when I first watched the keynote, I went, oh, three D touch. I have an iPhone six plus. I don't have three D touch. And at first I was like, 
you know, mm-hmm. no, you've got to pay attention because usually there's a new phone every year. Yeah. And there may be one later in the year and you'll want to upgrade because your contract will be up. So you need to know about 3D Touch. Also, you have a podcast with Eric and <laughs> you need to know. So I was like, oh, okay. And I was looking at the features because 3D Touch to me previous, I was like, yeah. And I had a feeling that even though it would have been on a 6S and I may have upgraded to a 6S, I would have forgotten that oh, the features yeah. were there. Because mm-hmm. even on mum, my mum's phone, she has an iPhone 6S. Uh, we went through some 3D touch features and I showed her, I know she doesn't use them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then I don't know if you would or not, maybe with your mail and things. But when I watched these ones, they just made more sense. Mm-hmm. It was like we're saying throughout the whole keynote, it's the 3D touch that we should have had originally. Yep. And to have the, so many 3D touch features at your lock screen, Oh, it's just ticking boxes for me because a lot of the time, oh, why am I in my phone? I'm not, I don't want to be in my phone. Mm. I just want to flick it up, take a photo, or I want to flick it up and um, put on my torch. Flick down. What was that notification I missed earlier and I put a snooze on it? I, I can do that now before the snooze comes up. Things like that. I don't want to have to go into the phone. And you're right, even though I don't have, you have 6S Plus, I have 6 Plus, the um, the Touch ID on the 6 Plus is better than your 5S. And I'm always going into the the phone just to press the home button and bring up my, my lock screen. So um, when I watched this, I was just like, wow, wow, wow. All these little pops of 3D Touch making things so much easier. My notes were jump into calendar notifications for detail. Awesome. Because it just says, you know, like mine would might say study. But then I might have some other notes there. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and into messages and reply right there in the message using some of the new message features which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Um and, and then like you like you say, uh works with third party apps. Uh, 3D touch to clear notifications. Yeah, that's all I had. But it's just, yeah, when I was looking at that, I'm like, gosh, that, to me, I'm all about my lock screen and not going into the phone so much. Um, um, I use yeah. uh, 3D touch uh, as much as I can. Whenever I yeah. uh, get a new app, I see if there's a 3D touch for it on the you know, <laughs> home screen. And I also check periodically to see if uh, something's been updated to incorporate 3D Touch. And uh, so I'm on top of the 3D Touch. I uh, like it. I like uh, how it pops up you know, with things to do. I like the feedback. Mm. Um, it's just, for me, it's just really intuitive and I look forward to using it. And uh, for example, uh, uh, for maps, it has 3D Touch and it's uh, context aware of what you're doing. It will, for instance, as I'm leaving for work, I'll 3D touch maps and it, one of the options will pop up, you know, drive to work directions. And when mm. I'm leaving work, I'll do the same 3D touch and in that same spot will be drive to home directions, mm. you know, so it, it's aware of, you know, it has learned what I do. And so, um, yeah, I use uh, 3D touch all the times, uh, quite a bit. And so, um, 
yeah, the more more things it does, the better. I'm used to 3D touch. Uh, I like it, and I'm a fan. Hmm. Um, I am now too. I can't wait to use it. Oh, I feel so left out. <laughs> um. It's not uh, it's not mission critical, you know, because no. um, you know everything you could do everything on a three D touchy. You could just do just normally, you know. But yeah. it's just yeah. a neat thing, and I'm uh, it's a neat thing that I've gotten into, and I look forward to more capabilities from it. For me, in my particular case, it's not just a gimmick. Uh, I am actually getting, you know, well and true actual use uh, uh, out of it. Oh, well, I know now I will, especially mm-hmm. in the lock screen. Um, because uh, when I go on now, I've got Redesign Control Center, and um, I'm about to talk about sliding, but there's more 3D touch coming up in my notes. I can just see it as I scan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Control Center, uh, Redesign, looks amazing. Slide to left for the newly designed music app, and uh-huh. slide over from the right to get to the camera. So lots of lots of action around that lock screen mm-hmm. where we're not going into the phone, mm-hmm. which is awesome, and sliding to one side to get the camera app. So cool. So quick. Much quicker than sliding, you know, um, sort of what do they call it? It's swiping up your control center and then tapping on the um, the phone icon, uh, the, sorry, the camera icon. Mm-hmm. But now you're just swiping. You're not even doing any of that. You just lock screen, um, slide from right, from right, yeah, to get to the camera. Mm-hmm. Slide to left for newly designed music app. Um, and then I've got slide to right to get to your widgets. And then oh. um, oh, I 3D. Had this. Side, slide to the left for widgets. <laughs> it's one oh, of those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever. I'm sure we're going to – maybe I've got it all wrong there. Um, <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, just to go to your widgets like that, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. The widgets are separate. Well, they can be separate. Obviously, there's still a new notification screen. Mm-hmm. But um, – I have a lot of widgets. I didn't realize I would use so many. Yeah, me too. I use them all the time. I uh, For my iPad, I use, there's a widget for how much battery is left in the yeah. Apple Pencil, for example. And oh. um, yeah, I use uh, widgets all the times. Yeah. Um, I, use the, I use them all the time too. I've got like um, social me- media ones and, you know, just the normal um, calendar, weather, stocks music mm-hmm. um the next thing i had on my list was and this got the hugest cheer i think uh and that is uh they're opening apis for siri to developers and people just wigged out <laughs> there was just uh, uh so many they cheers did. in in the audience because that's this is something that uh obviously tons well everybody has been waiting for since forever yeah uh i did have a couple more 3d things but we'll come oh, no. back to it uh, uh oh they're only did. quick they're only quick so i'll just um i'll say that because mm-hmm. i totally agree uh, there was so many uh things opened up to developers APIs for developers um, that we're going to see so many extensions for things. So cool. I just uh, just quickly 3D touch in your home screen. So we're actually in the phone now. Um, 
mail to see who has email from your VIP list. So you've got a few um, badges there to say, you know, you've got five email or whatever, and you can just 3D touch to see who it is. But it don't, But from what they said, from your VIP list, so it's only going to show in the 3D touch the VIPs. Mm -hmm. uh, 3D touch activities ring because the activity rings is now an app on the iPhone in iOS 10. So you 3D touch that. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, and it uh, shows you where you're up to in everything, which you would see on your watch. But, hey, you might have been in the phone for another reason. Um, and then live video uh, is shown, and their demonstration was ESPN. And so they uh, 3D touch on the ESPN app and brought up an actual live feed of basketball. Whoa. <laughs> mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and what I, I've just got to note there is my own little side note it reminds me of quick view in finder and the Mac because if you're oh, looking at a document right. video music and you tap your space bar it kind right. of brings it up in this you know whatever it is screen belongs to finder and you know you can play a video you can listen to music you can uh, flick through a PDF so it kind of reminded me of that Okay, sorry, Siri. Um, Siri's huge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the only notes I have, though, are uh, photo search, uh, yep. pa pause workouts, uh, yep. payments, and Skype calls. Yeah. Uh, to add to that, I just had messaging and um, ride bookings. Oh, right. And that um, Siri and CarPlay are doing the same things in the car. I want a car with CarPlay so bad. Yeah, me too. I don't have a license, but, you know, I should get one. So that would kind of, uh, yeah, that'd be cool if my first car had all these cool stuff in it. Um, yeah, so that was all your notes for Siri? Um, yep, because uh, I think uh, the wonders that will be held are going to come from uh, developers. And yeah. uh, so there's, uh, for me, in my mind, uh, it's kind of tabled. You know, the discussion yeah. discussion is tabled until later uh, for when we see what's going to happen. But I use uh, Siri all the time. Um, I use it on my watch also. And mm. uh, I've noticed that it's gotten better uh, over the past year. And anyway, I use it, um, you know, as much as I can. I use it with Apple TV a lot, like I mentioned before. So I'm all about uh, developers being able to do more things with uh, Siri. Yeah. Bring yeah, um, I find, uh, well, this is my experience is that Siri and I used to understand each other um, back in the early days more than we do now. And um, oh, yeah. I know in Australia, Siri does more in Australia because um, there was a time when we couldn't search movies and things like that, and now we can. So we get more features every year. She's not as feature-packed as in the U.S., um, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's the same for other countries. You know, you get some things and you don't get other things. Oh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, I, yeah, Siri, I know that Siri learns with you, so I'm, I'm, it's getting better for me, but, um, I found that it must be my accent or something, but Siri and I, in the early days, we could have a conversation, Siri and I now, I forget what the feature is that they were promoting this on the keynote this time that it's going that it's uh, going to be better. 
the feature that, you know, if you say um, you ask Siri a question and then you ask like a following question that's related to that, I find that Siri for me doesn't know what I'm talking about in the second question, mm. even though it's just answered my first question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever they call that feature, they're upgrading that now. So I'm not sure. Uh, I feel like I, I it used to work for me, but now it doesn't. Hmm. Have you found that? Um, I can't think of an example. I only did yeah. it this morning, and I was just like, oh, shut up, Siri. You, you don't even know what I'm talking about. No, I don't think I've ever done that before. It never occurred to me to ask a follow-up question because I just mm. assumed it would not know what I was talking about. I assumed it was just one question and done. And if I were to ask a follow-up, I just assumed a Siri would go, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, mm. I've already asked, answered a question from before. Is this a new question? What's what's going on? <laughs> and yeah. so uh, that's what I assumed. It, it never even occurred to me to try to follow up. I didn't even know you could, could try that. Wow. They, um, yeah, on the macOS demo, just remembered then, they actually did that. They asked a question and then a follow-up question, and Siri knew what was going on. Um yeah, well, maybe it was a maybe it was amazing. a feature that was too much at first, and they took it out. But now they're adding it back. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll have to keep that in mind, and yeah, use it more. Yeah, or use it at all. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the whole joke with the fact that you know Siri could be your girlfriend or boyfriend um, because you could have conversations and everything. But <laughs> right. um, then I found it was like I don't know. It went away at some point. Um, oh, yeah, so the next thing is QuickType. Um, uh, the note I have for QuickType is deep learning for better yes. and longer contexts. So yes. the idea is you'll be typing along and you know how it has the auto-suggestion. Mm. bar above the keyboard on ios and you know like if you type uh c-o-m-p it'll say oh do you mean comparison <laughs> you know mm. or or, mm. or is stuff like that but uh, apparently what this means is in it will analyze the entire sentence or what you're talking about and offer suggestions based on context is how mm. i read it and so it won't if you type in c-o-m-p it won't say comparison do you mean if you were talking about computers you know the whole time yeah, yeah. you know it'll, it'll fill out computer instead of comparison and because it knows that you're talking about you know uh dells <laughs> or something like yeah, that. yeah 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 um that's what i had too more intelligent and um so you could have things like intelligent scheduling check your calendar fill in address look up terms multilingual typing no switching between keyboards for different languages mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh current location recent addresses so they would be all part of um uh, of the suggestions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's kind of cool yes it is indeed um and uh i'm I'm liking the integration that's there already. You know, uh, I like um, if you schedule something, you can have the alert, uh, when is it time to leave? 
uh, you know, rather than like, you know, five minutes before or at the time of the event or something like that. I love mm. how, you know, we're to look at maps and say, oh, you know, your event is at six. You better leave at 540, you know, because traffic yeah. is is such that, you know, you'll that's when you'll need to leave. Um, and I, uh, by the by, I have an entire review uh, comparison between Apple Maps and the Waze app. And uh, yes. I spent about three weeks uh, testing both of them uh, kind of exhaustively. And so uh, I have a whole deal about that. But uh, that's uh, either for another uh, episode or the, you know, the end of this episode or a whole uh, other episode because it's a uh, there's a lot to. Well, it's not really a lot to cover. Anyway, I, I'm lacking. I, I'm liking all of the integration and uh, they're saying you know, uh, smart, uh, intelligent scheduling and stuff like that is going to mm. be uh, better. So yeah, bring it. I'm all for it. I use, I use what is available now and, uh, the more, the better. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. I don't use the, the suggestions with the little words that come up as you type, mm. but I, I do use I do, the do. predictive text. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, I'm guessing these things, oh, I don't know. I might have to turn on that that um, the suggestive words. I don't know. We'll have to see. It mm -hmm. sounds really cool, though. Mm -hmm. it sounds mm -hmm. helpful. Mm -hmm. um, next notes I had was photos. Ah uh, yes. Um, so they're going to add. So this is to the iOS. So there were some features coming from the Mac, as in places. We've never had that in photos on iOS before. So it gives you a map of where you've taken the photos. Mm -hmm. um, Neat. And special for iOS, I think this is coming to the Mac as well, is advanced computer vision version of Faces. So Faces, which nobody uses that I know of, <laughs> is, <laughs> right? is, um, is it still a corkboard? It might not be. Is a collection, it's a different way to view your photos. So if you go into the Faces view on a Mac, it's got my face, nephew, niece, my mom, my brother, my sister, um, which it'll over time it learns all the different lighting, the different, uh, you know, the side of your face, the front of your face, and it gets to know, you help it, but it gets to know who's who, and it categorizes them into that person. So you would just go into Natasha, and there's all the photos of me ever. There'll be selfies. There'll be photos where I'm in someone else's shot and they've tagged me, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. So that's coming to iOS, uh, but better. And object and scene recognition. This this sounded kind of cool. It it does. Uh, the demo they had like um, you know show me pictures of a waterfall, you know, yeah. or, or something like that, and it showed all the pictures of, you know. Uh, a vacation that had a waterfall and stuff like that. Mm. And their, their example was, um, you know, horse. Show me all the horse pictures, pictures with horses in it. Um, but also to recognize the scene, show me the beach scene, show me the country scene. Oh, right, right. I That's kind of that. cool. That is. That's very yeah. neat. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's something that you kind of go, I never thought I would need that, but now I totally do. <laughs> um, 
Then the other thing I had there was memories because this was a big, big thing. Um, the demo was amazing. That the AI, you get it's an AI cluster and it relates to photos, people, topics, and dates. Um, the memories automatically make a slideshow and it adds, um, so it'll do the date and the place and it adds all the photos from that and you can edit them. Um, it, it's, um, Oh, it reminded me of a thing that we used to be able to do. Oh, I think it was in iPhoto on the Mac, and you could make a slideshow the same way. Oh, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, really yeah. old school. I'm talking about, and you yeah. could just um, you could drag in photos and things, or you could just I think you could even just type in what you wanted. So long ago that it could do that, but um, yeah, it reminded me of that. But it does it itself automatically. Um, I think the only other place I've seen something similar to this has been in the Facebook app, where it um, it makes uh, an automatic slideshow of the photos you've taken for the day. Oh, neat! Yeah, and you can post that. But um, this is doing it just uh, a bit better. Hmm. Yeah, and well it had a new interface as well. Photos I will check it out when I see it. Yeah. That's all I had. Oh, yeah. iPhone auto creates movies of photos. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. So that was all my notes on that. Hmm. Uh, the next thing I had was maps <laughs> with an exclamation point. Maps. <laughs> um, as I was. Oh. A, hmm? oh, sorry. Quickly. You can play those memories, those memories movies on Apple TV. Okay, go maps. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, of course you can. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so maps. Uh, I use maps every day. Um, yeah. I. Uh, they mentioned this feature, but it's already it already exists because it has happened to me. It's a proactive that will reroute you. You know, if you have directions, it'll reroute you as you're already in route, uh, according mm. to traffic conditions. And uh, they mentioned uh, more nearby features. I don't use that uh, myself. Uh, but I see, um, all kinds of things, you know, uh, you know, in, 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 uh, in my maps, I see all kinds of things nearby anyway, you know, pins for, uh, shops and stuff like that. So yeah, the more of that, the better, um, they have, uh, more navigational features, especially for directions. For instance, a thing that everybody cheered about and I, it's difficult for me to understand why this isn't already a feature, but. Uh, it will, um, the camera, so for lack of a better word, will pan further ahead in your route as you're driving. And uh, one of the, the big frustration, really the only frustration I have with maps right now is that uh, I can't pinch and zoom to see the whole route or more of it. Mm. You know, it is just, uh, it's very fixed. And, you know, uh, let's say I'm going here and map says, okay. And it shows you like the next turn, you know, in the, a little bit ahead but that's it mm. you can't see like you know are there three left turns and the right you know up ahead or you yeah. know, whatever it's so so helpful so handy to just zoom out a little to see a little bit more of what's coming ahead and so yes. uh, they're going to pan uh further ahead um uh that's great and all but i still want to be able to pinch and zoom uh right now you can yeah. only uh 
have the uh, what's just ahead look, or you can press overview. But what that does is pan all the way out, zooms all the way out rather, and uh, shows you the entire route at once. But that level of detail, depending on how long the route is, doesn't help you for a middle length. You know, there needs to be a middle zoom distance. Um, mm. And uh, they also talked about um, getting a food and gas in route. How you know uh, how much time that would add to the deal? That's uh, very handy. You know that That's sounds neat. And uh, they are hooray for Hollywood opening it up to developers. Yes. So you can make reservations right from maps using, for example, the Open Table app. So that's awesome. Like, show me the way mm. to this fancy Italian restaurant. And, oh, while I'm in this maps, you know, make a reservation for me, too. And at the same yes. time, can I get a, an Uber or a Lyft or a taxi or whatnot to it? Yeah. That would, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's one-stop shop. You know, that's great. Uh, and on top of everything else, uh, you can pay for your meal as well. You know, right? right that's right. For, you can. Uh, pay for everything all at once, you know. Uh, so that's the, just the best. And um, so the maps is kind of becoming like a concierge service in a mm. sense, you know, and uh, it's not just directions. It's not just showing you where things are. It is, uh, that's only the beginning. And it then carries through with doing everything else that's going to be involved in your evening, uh, getting there, doing stuff while there and getting back home. And that is yeah. awesome. That's great. And I'll, um, take advantage of this opportunity to do my little micro review mini review of maps versus ways i have a constant um struggle love hate relationship with the two of them and ways is spelled w-a-z-e and uh it um was bought by google but it uh, distinguishes itself by gathering information from the people who were using it at the time and so it its uh, shtick was basically that it was more accurate immediate on the ground information than other services because yeah. it, it's using other users live and as you use the app you can see little tiny icons of other ways drivers and you can see what speed they're going at and it has you know all kinds of granular information about the road ahead and it had a great or has great rerouting instructions and it won't hesitate to uh, rerouting it and its whole deal is to get you there in the shortest amount of time regardless yep. of the route that you have to take and it will uh, instruct you to make these completely bananas crazy zigzags through surface streets routes you know ways that you didn't even think existed to get from a to b uh, this true. app that this app will tell you you know no don't take the freeway take these you know uh, 600 different side streets <laughs> yeah. and you'll save you know four minutes and so uh i was using that for the longest time but i ran started to run into troubles that um frustrated me it would for example over warn me about things it would uh, oh. talk uh, talk about uh uh objects on the road ahead and vehicles on the shoulder and yeah. uh, traffic light cameras and things like that and the problem was that usually Almost always, by the time I got to where it said the thing was, it was gone already. Like the object in the road or the car in the yeah, shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And it uh, reminds constantly about traffic light cameras. If I take the same route on my commute, which I do, that's why it's called a commute, I'm told about this traffic light camera 
every single time. And that is oh. so frustrating. But if I turn the voice off, then I can't hear when it tells me to reroute, which yeah. is really the entire point of the app. Because I'm not using it so much for directions, how to find the place. I'm using ways for its strength, which is get me there the soonest. Yeah. And so if I turn off the annoying over warnings, then I'm left without its primary feature as far as I'm concerned, because maps already can tell me how to get there. Oh, it's uh, super frustrating. But um, the, uh, but it was still showing me how to get to your places and the rerouting was critical. It's something that maps didn't do. But I have been trying maps for the past uh, three weeks, uh, comparing the two. Uh, for instance, I'll leave home and I'll tell Maps, uh, show me how to get to work. And then I'll launch Waze and I'll show me how to get to work. And uh, often they will differ as to how to get me there. Uh, and uh, Waze will often tell me to take this network of surface streets and then the freeway, for example. Um, Maps is 100% of the time inaccurate in the amount of time it will take me to get there it will say yeah. you'll get there at eight o'clock no i won't i'll get there at eight ten, and it's almost always 10 minutes off it's always inaccurate it's always off but the amount is usually 10 minutes then i began to notice that ways is always inaccurate as well 100 percent of the time except uh, ways updates the time that I'm going to arrive more often. So it seems more accurate, but it's really okay. not. I took screenshots yes. of, you know, uh, maps and ways at the beginning. And I told them, all right, you guys, you see what time you're both telling me, right? And they yeah. would say, all right. And so I would get <laughs> to my destination. And I would look at my uh, clock and I'd look at my screenshots and no, you guys are both wrong. And uh, so, uh, and so anyway, um, I've uh, decided to use maps instead of ways from now on because maps will reroute me. Also, I'm a little bit sick and tired of having these crazy as bananas surface street routes to get to places because I yeah. took a, I took a screenshot once and the route that ways told me to go was like this crazy lightning bolt zigzag to get yeah. to some place. And here's the problem with that that makes me look down at my phone more to make uh, sure yeah. i'm i'm getting to the right place because i've turned the voices off because the voice is super annoying with its overwarning of everything yeah. and yeah. so uh since i'm looking down at my phone more i'm actually more distracted by ways than i am with maps Especially since, and here's the winning feature, maps will tap me on my wrist because I have a watch, an Apple watch, uh, and it will tell me when to turn. I don't even have to look at anything. No, that's what I was going to ask you about Waze. Does, does it have Apple watch support mm -hmm. so you can turn off the stupid voice? Yeah. So um, I uh, am using just uh, maps now and it will, uh, both of them are inaccurate in their time estimations. The longer the the travel distance the more inaccurate they both become but um they are within five minutes of each other always in their delivery mm. you know and uh and they uh, switch back and forth between okay. uh, which is quicker you know sometimes map is quicker uh, actually and sometimes ways is quicker uh but uh, they're both within five minutes of each other and for me that's uh i don't know i'm not as concerned with you know a five minute difference 
what I am concerned with is the fact that uh, using maps for me is uh, safer in the sense that I am not distracted by using it. It um, I don't have the voices turned on for maps because it is annoying with the amount of information it gives on where to turn and right. stuff like, a, you know, a, you'll be, you know, X distance away and it will tell you, you know, in two miles, turn right. In one mile, turn right. In half a mile, turn right. Yes, oh. yes, I know. I understand. Thank you. <laughs> so Waze will tell me 800 times about things that don't exist. Maps will tell me 800 times about this very same thing, you know, about the simple direction. Or both of you, just be quiet a little. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so with both of them, uh, with the maps, I can just turn that off and it will still tap me on my wrist. And that is uh, really what I need. And uh, yeah, so maps uh, wins, but dot, 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 with all these APIs opening up and things, does that mean that Waze will be able to tap my wrist as well? Ooh. Oh, what do I do if that happens? And oh, so, no. <laughs> uh, so I'm still tempted, though, still tempted to uh, use uh, maps instead because I'm kind of sick and tired of taking crazy zigzag routes to uh, places I just kind of want to sit back and drive and not really be all that super concerned about mm -hmm. uh you know an ultra precise route that will save me two minutes um i'll just take the easier route and pay the two tap. minutes you know and uh, just just relax about it a little so i think uh, maps is still the one for me and maps uh warns me about accidents and there was one yeah. for example uh, I was going uh, on on the freeway. Maps told me, "Yeah, go straight up this freeway through this giant orange triangle hazard." And I'd never seen that before—a giant triangle hazard. What? And I yeah. tapped it, and it said, "You know, accident car in the right lane or something." And then I thought, "Maps, what are you telling me to go that way for? If there's an accident, like right in the middle of the freeway, what are you doing?" Yeah. But I, this is part of my test. It's a, an experiment. I'll follow your directions anyway, maps, and I'll. Uh, I'll start rising my ire now in advance <laughs> so I can rail against you, you know, when I get to my destination on the yeah. social media because you told me to go through this accident and that was super dumb. You're dumb. And so anyway, I yeah. got up to uh, the accident and what I didn't know that, but maps did, was that they were allowing cars to drive on the shoulder around the accident. Oh. So there was an accident in the middle of the road, but because of the way they were directing traffic around it, the traffic flow was such that it was not all that really disruptive. And so it okay. was accurate for Maps to tell me, there's this accident, mm, drive through it. And, uh, oh, my God, and Maps, you're smart. <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> Maps is like, I told you so. <laughs> right? So that <laughs> plus the fact that it will tell you, you know, it will reroute you around things that happened to me. Uh, the uh, the other day it tapped me on my wrist and I was like, Maps, it's not time to turn. What are you doing? And I looked down at my watch and it said, no, man, turn here for this. All right, Maps, that's not the way to go, but I'll trust you because I've trusted you before. And uh, yeah, it turned out to be the right deal. So oh, okay. that is my Maps versus Ways struggle. And uh, like I say, I've been struggling back and forth with this for a long time, but I finally decided to do a shooting match between the two. Uh, spent three weeks every day doing different things, different tests, uh, different directions, and uh, yep. relying on each of them in turn and doing a whole bunch of screenshots and noting of times and things. So it was exhaustive for my purposes and uh, on my scale of things. And uh, Maps is the winner. 
The other thing that you showed <clears> me about uh, maps versus Google Maps uh, was that article where they were showing mm. um, the different icons and layout and Apple Maps is way cleaner, as you would imagine, mm-hmm. being, a, being a product of Apple. But um, it's only for not so important things, I thought. It was just a very interesting article on the differences, and that might be cool to pop in the show notes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you remember what that link was. I'm sure we could find it. Um, and all the different features, all the upgrades to maps is all available in CarPlay as well. Another reason to get a new car. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> to match your new Mac. Yes. And, uh, and um, the next note I had was music. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome demo of music. Uh, the best I line watched. of the uh, uh, the best line of the entire presentation was by the presenter for music when she said, yes. "I would show you my strut, but I don't want to damage you." That's it. <laughs> oh I was like. Oh, that's the best line ever. Oh my God. That's the best. (laughs) (laughs) The crowd weren't ready for it. Obviously (laughs) it was early in the morning. Um, um, so it's redesigned and simplified. Oh, hello. Yay. Should have been like that to begin with. Not like you had to download. We had all sorts of things, didn't we? We found, um, articles on how to use Apple music. And I -hmm. think someone had made, Um, a free iBook. Uh, oh, crazy, mm-hmm. crazy! Why do you need to know how to use music? But you don't anymore because they made it so much simplified. I have a, a tiny story. A coworker yes. w- was uh, showing me a uh, Bluetooth uh, speaker, <clears throat> yep. and she had it with her in the office. And she said, "Because I was saying, you know, I need a speaker for like the shower or something. It'd be nice to have a Bluetooth." thing in my car you know because my car doesn't do bluetooth because it's old and dumb yeah and so a bluetooth speaker you know that a portable bluetooth speaker that would be just the the greatest and she said oh my gosh i have one right here now is uh here use this one that sounds great and blah 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 and so she uh, went to show it to me and uh, so she played some music and uh but it was turned up super loud you know either the speaker or the iphone was and so she Mm. went into apple music to turn the volume down and or deposit or something like that or pick a new thing anyway the point is uh she couldn't figure out how to do it right then on the on the spot it was something Mm. very basic like um turn the volume down and Mm. uh it wasn't immediately obvious how to do that you know because the Mm. slider wasn't big enough or she was looking Mm. in the wrong place or she happened to tap on like the artwork instead or something like that anyway Mm. uh my uh, soul suffered a little bit that day became a little bit sadder because what she was trying to do was very basic mm. and she wasn't able to figure out on in that stressful situation because in an office with them things suddenly loud you you know get a little yeah, bit of you're uh, like whoa you get a little bit of um panic you know mm. and so that you know can cloud your thinking and so you're not you know cool calm and rational uh, but and she wanted to do it in a hurry like oh my god you know and uh, mm. but the interface should not be so complicated that your panicked oh my god brain can't figure it out right yeah you know it should be you know she wasn't like looking to add it to a playlist or you know uh analyze its sound waves or anything like that yeah yeah it was just uh very basic and it let her down and so this redesign 
all for it because in a sense it can't get any worse and so any improvement <laughs> that, that they make you know has it has to be a step up man come on it can't get any worse it's so true i shouldn't laugh so much but um <laughs> if i don't laugh i'll cry right. so <laughs> um the the interface uh, looks beautiful. Mm -hmm. It is simplified, um, but the first thing I went is, oh, can we have a dark mode? Because there's so much white. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. You know, and that makes the artwork look beautiful, but so does black, but like a dark mode. Um, mm -hmm. That was my first thing. And then it has... Now... The reason I don't use Apple Music, and it's just one reason, is because I was in a situation where I couldn't use my data because I had almost used all my data <laughs> because I was listening to Apple Music oh. on a bus trip. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, this was a... I forget how long it was now. But it was a few hours. And um, I'm coming to using, like, a big chunk of my data because I'm listening to Apple Music playlists, which are awesome. And I thought, no, no, I'll, I'll stop this now, and I'll just listen to the music that's on my phone. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. If the music that you have downloaded on your phone, wherever it's come from, if it's synced or whatever, if it's in the iTunes library, it streams it. So that's the first thing, Arg. is you're streaming it for no reason. It's right there on the local hard drive. What the heck are you streaming it for? So that's the first cross. The second cross is, that's if you have Apple Music, and they have it. Tons and tons and tons of my music isn't on iTunes. Mm -hmm. It's um, live DJ recordings or exclusive music that only came out on vinyl cassette or CD, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it hasn't been re-released. So when I've gone to listen to a DJ set, it's tried to stream and it's like, oh, I can't. So you can't have that music. It's grayed out. I can't use it. It's on my phone, but I can't listen to it. Boom, done. I got rid of Apple Music that day. Mm. I'm like, that is the most ridiculous thing, well, those two things, ever. Mm -hmm. On the local hard drive, can't access it unless I stream it. And then if I can't access it for streaming it, I can't have it at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> so see you. Buy Apple Music. Haven't used it since. Um, but then what they were saying in the demo is that the first thing that she showed you was library. And it had, you can see all your downloaded music. And I'm like, okay, that's good. <laughs> um, step one <laughs> step one tick but there was never you know and I guess this is something they're not going to show in the demo because it's not relevant to most people but my biggest test will be okay that downloaded music whether I got it from iTunes or whether it's off a CD whatever can I listen to it without streaming mm -hmm. yeah um, that's just my thing so the next uh, the next thing they had was for you that was really cool. The For You for Apple Music, when you eventually get to it, find your way there, <laughs> is very, very good, mm -hmm. isn't it? Isn't it? it? Is. It's 
uh, the, the algorithms they use just outstanding. Uh, that is uh, absolutely correct. Uh, that's why I, uh, I use Apple Music. I'm a big fan of Apple Music because uh, my library of music is very, very small compared to anybody else on the planet, I think. And uh, <laughs> because of that, um, I'm not uh, concerned at all about the difference between it being streaming or downloading because I don't really have that much to download. The only thing I have, to, I have some audio readings of H.P. Lovecraft stories. Mm. And that's it. I don't really have albums that I've taken from CD and put onto my Mac or anything mm. like that because I'm not, mm. uh, wasn't, excuse me, uh, I wasn't such a big music listener. Mm. And so as a result, I don't have a vast library to manage between live recordings or album releases or, you know, uh, stored locally versus streaming or anything like that. Mm. Uh, mm. Uh, virtually all the music I have is now coming, uh, you know, from Apple and whatever method it chooses to give it to me and so um uh but i say was because i'm a music listener and lover now because of mm. those algorithms uh the kind mm. of music that mm. i like for me is um because i'm not skilled at it it's very difficult for me to find to discover new music because i don't really understand what to look for and so mm -hmm. it's uh you know i don't know i don't you know, read any music magazines or blogs or anything like that. And so, mm. and I also, I, I don't know really where to look, you know, I'm just not really, you know, Mr. Music, but uh, mm. when I want to listen to it, I do want to listen to it. And I do have preferences and things that I like, you know, I'm mm. not, uh, I'm not a soulless monster that has never, uh, you know, felt joy for music or anything like that. <laughs> but um, what I've been building my library with is I'll, uh, you know, find a song I like, and then I'll uh, turn it into a radio station and then listen to the things that uh, Apple picks for it. And then mm. ones that I like, I'll add to my playlist of, you know, uh, things I like and then yeah. uh, build it up uh, that way. And I can tell Apple is paying attention to the ones that I like on the radio, the ones mm. that I put into my playlist and mm. the ones that I put the little heart on, you know, the favorite. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's algorithm algorithm is smashingly good it is mm. eerily accurate and um the for you section i go there almost every day to see what new things are there because yeah um i can tell the more i use it the better it becomes the more accurate it becomes and the more yeah. use i get out of it and so now i have oodles of music in my playlists plural because mm. uh all because of the algorithm and uh it's so wonderful to let apple find music uh for me because like mm. i say i don't know how to find it myself and yep. so this is just absolutely great so for me uh it has turned me into i occasionally listen to music i guess to i'm listening to music all the time you know, yeah, I, I do it on. File. Yeah, I do it on on uh, the way to work. Uh, you know, on my commute, I listen to it at work and on the way back. You know, uh, when I'm yeah. not listening to uh, podcasts, and so uh, uh, podcasts are still number one on my commute. But uh, at work, it's um, music, and so um, yeah, it's just the greatest for me. And uh, I guess I'm just the ideal demographic or you know person for it. But um, yeah, for me super good and so the redesigned interface and all of that uh, 
bring it on i'm ready for it uh mm. i was not myself having particular trouble with the interface some things i understand i understand where to go to do things but some of those decisions don't really make sense to me uh yeah. i've learned my way around it you know yeah uh i'm not necessarily frustrated by it but at the same time i'm like this doesn't really feel right mm. it, you know and so this redesign looks like it will feel right you know it'll feel better and so uh i'll just become a happier apple music uh, customer yeah it, it wasn't like you couldn't use it it was just mm -hmm. not intuitive like you used to with apple stuff and you had to get used to it mm -hmm. that's not right you don't get used to something from apple right you exactly you just you use it and all of a sudden it becomes part of everything you do mm -hmm. and that yeah. apple music was not like that section that for me uh even though i have a bit of a musical background where you might not and i have you know gigs and gigs and gigs of music from cassettes and vinyl and mm -hmm. live recordings and um cds and things and then i've got a whole big ton of stuff that i've bought as well from itunes and other music stores online over the time mm -hmm. um I still appreciated the fact that I was given new music. Oh, it was like a hug of music every day. <laughs> and mm -hmm. you'd be like, oh, I would not have looked at this artist before. Um, and even though I know what I like and things, I still like new stuff and I still want to be uh, surprised and delighted with music. Mm -hmm. Um because it's a big deal for most people, you know, music's life. Sure. And um, the For You thing, for me, when I was actually had Apple Music, that paid for Apple Music, that paid for itself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in my eyes because even though I have all that background and I know what I like, gosh, it was nice to have some fresh stuff, mm -hmm. you know, because, of course, you go into Apple Music, you're like, oh, I'm going to get that one that reminds me of high school and I'm going to get that other album that such and such um, just released and I love all their things. But now and then it's still nice to be like, hey, Natasha, have you heard this? Mm -hmm. No, I haven't. Thanks, Apple Music. <gasps> this is my new favourite thing. Mm -hmm. Have it on repeat. You know, like, oh, so nice. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is, I reckon, my opinion probably yours too, the best part of Apple Music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The, uh, it, it tries to expand your horizon, horizon just a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's it's refreshing. So, you know, you, you're paying for a subscription service that you've got access to all your old favorites and your new favorites and, and the things that you heard on Beats 1 and uh, at the supermarket when you went shopping and things like that. But then all of a sudden there's like, oh, who's this artist? I've never heard of them before. They're not on the radio. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They, they, you know, they might have just been featured on Beats One. They might not have even been there, and you've been given that nice fresh track. And yeah, it's um, that's that's awesome. The discovery, I totally agree with you, is amazing. Um, the next thing I had was radio. Um, Beats One, pretty awesome. I like that you can play the shows on demand as well. Because, you know, we're all, it's all across the world. We're all in different time zones. Mm. You're not always going to right. listen to your favorite show 
Um, but this way you can listen to everything. And no, I haven't listened to Elton John's um, Rocket Man Hour, and now I want to. <laughs> I always wanted to, but I never got around to it. But that's like a little gentle reminder that Elton John, who's a pretty cool dude, actually has his own hourly show. Um, I just had Now Play, but um, stupid me didn't put any other <laughs> um, notes with that. I don't know if you had notes for Now Play. I uh, have no notes for radio at all. I missed it. I I wasn't paying attention or something. I don't know. Um, Okay, so we'll move past that. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Sorry, listeners. Um, More intuitive. That's all overall. But has lyrics. Yay, lyrics. You don't don't particularly do lyrics, but I do lyrics. No, uh, um... I'm doing it more and more because uh, my my girlfriend will send me a song. She uh, sends me songs via a YouTube link. And what I'll do is I'll search for that song on Apple Music so I can add it to my playlist if I want to. Oh, good idea. um, But uh, she often will send me a song based on the lyrics, not the music. Yes. And so I'll have to look it up on the interwebs because a deficiency of my brain is that, and one of the reasons why I'm not a huge music lover is that I can rarely understand what people are singing. And so Mm -hmm. um, I need uh, to see the lyrics to understand what they're talking about. And uh, some kind of just, I don't know uh, what is with my brain, but it's true. That's the way it works. And so um, that's why the music I listen to is often like techno and electronic and stuff like that, because there are no lyrics. And so uh, the idea that I put a big happy face in my notes uh, about lyrics, because this will be just the best thing ever. I um there was a stage and it was only with certain songs that I really really loved or an album that I'm like oh I love these guys I want to know all the lyrics for all the songs and in iTunes on the Mac you can um right click on a song or an album like highlight all the um tracks and right click and go to get info and in there you can add artwork if it's things that you know, maybe it's a live DJ mix that I've gotten from one of my friends who's a DJ and he or she hasn't added any album art. I can add a photo from our night out or, you know, whatever I want to add for the album art. But there's another section there as you go through to put lyrics. So you can cut and paste from the net and pop your lyrics in. And this was back in the day of iPod mainly and iPod Touch. Mm. You could uh, tap on your album art and up came the lyrics that you added. And that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even though you might be listening on your headphones on public transport or something, you can still follow along with the lyrics and have that extra dimension to the track. Um, so this way, you you don't have to go into iTunes and do all the things. It's just there. Super and good. I think... I think they were showing it in radio as well, in Beats 1. Am I oh, right? I, I don't know. Uh, I think I, I put uh, blinders on when it came to the radio stuff because I <laughs> I don't uh, – I haven't I, – I listened to Beats 1 a little bit and then I realized, oh, no, this is not for me because there are people talking. And I would just, just get to the music, please. Thank you. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, I've got to be in the mood for radio as well because I know that someone's going to talk over a song, in between songs, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just had um, much more personalized play- playlists, etc. That was the end of my notes for Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Me too, me too. And next is Apple News, mm-hmm. which uh, with iOS 9.3 had a bit of an upgrade anyway to make it a bit more uh, responsive to personal choices and things. Um, so I think the features that they added were like, yeah, uh, the big feature that we're both waiting for is able to add RSS feeds from wherever. Mm-hmm. So that all our news is one place. I just keep putting that out there and hope that Apple hears that one day, because that would make so much more sense to a personalized news feed yes. in an app. Then you know uh, they do have a great range, definitely. Oh sure, but they sure, don't sure, have, sure. but they don't have everything. Mm-hmm. And I think you should be able to have blog posts, RSS, and everything in that news because it's not news as in um, somebody robbed a bank just now it's news as in anything new to you right in in your day that interests you uh, to- um, topics of interest yes topic of topics of interest so all i had for apple news notes was top stories uh, uh i think it had a new interface kind of look to when they showed it uh so top stories trending i'm pretty sure that's already there <laughs> maybe it's just a different view of it Mm-hmm. Um, topics you follow, featured stories, and popping your subscriptions in there too, which is kind of cool because then you don't have to have um, apps or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, the app that goes with mm-hmm. National Geographic, don't worry about that, your subscriptions in Apple News. So that's kind of cool. I have a, they have 2,000 publications now with 60 million readers reading oh, things. that's huge. That's a lot. Uh, yeah. all, all new redesign, they said. Um, although I couldn't yes. tell at a glance what was different. Um, but anyway, uh, all new redesign, They can you can organize things into topics like you mentioned. They're going to have a featured stories deal, which mm. I, I think they said was editor controlled, you know, so... Like, I assume it would be, you know, really major things like, a, you know, uh, just a, a really major event that might not Earthquake. otherwise be, uh, yeah, might not otherwise be in your uh, list of interests, you know? Yeah. yeah. I assume uh, that's what that's going to be about. Uh, I love the idea of being able to, to buy your subscriptions or whatever from news. That would be great if that's what they meant or if they just meant that things that you subscribe to will appear in news. That is also good, you know. Um, and uh, the other last thing I had was breaking news on your lock screen. So yeah, that'd... breaking news notifications. Yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be pretty cool. That is cool because my news is not news as people think of news. My news is art, fashion, tech, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. things that happen to humans like an earthquake or something like that or, you know, when you guys eventually get a new president, stuff like that, that's not going to come up in my mm-hmm. um, normal news stuff, but um, it would be kind of cool to ha- just have it come up on your lock screen and you go, oh, yeah, and, you know, read it or get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like that idea too. Uh, the next thing I had was HomeKit. 
Yeah. Um, I, we don't. We have zero things, but I uh, for home. Uh, but I still took notes anyway. There's a home app, so everything's all in one place. You know, mm. all the you know you don't have to have like a lights app or, or a door app or a window app or a mm. whatever fog machine app. <laughs> you can just yeah. do everything all in, in the home app. Um, and you can have scenes like good night and uh, turn off the lights and, you know, lock the doors, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. And, but the thing that I thought was cool was, uh, it would take advantage of uh, geofencing, which already yes. exists. And the yeah. example they used is you're coming home after work and you get within range of your house and it opens the garage door and turns on the lights and, you know, stuff like that. Yes. And I thought that was pretty keen. Um, I want a home kit house because the idea is cool. Um, I, I have zero, you know, actual practical use for such things, you know, but uh, it's so cool. I just want it. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, you know, because I can't uh, I can't imagine uh, launching an app to turn on or off lights. You know, that seems like oh, I'll just flip the switch. Thank you. Um, yeah. But at the same time, you may recall earlier in this very podcast, I said, I'll watch Netflix on Xbox so I don't have to get up and switch a <laughs> flick a switch on the receiver. There you go. So uh, I'm actually sort of lying. <laughs> you know, and maybe <laughs> I would actually launch an app to turn on or off the lights, you know. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, if we had a home kit house, I'm sure I would use it. Uh, but uh, since we don't... Um, it seems like a lot of effort to set things up more effort than I would, you know, save. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, anyway, home kit, everything's all in one place and it's all streamlined and fancy, etc. I think it'd be like anything. Once you set it up, it's done. It's mm -hmm. just that one off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think having that app, if you brought in a new, a new automation, it would be easy to add. Um, the other thing I had for that too was um, Siri can do stuff for you, which is cool. Um, I like the scenes. I love that. I love like night and it just mm -hmm. makes all my house like night. It's super lazy, but it's also super very like the future. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'm down with that. Um, and that Apple Watch has home control built in as well. So this is probably going to be another one of those apps that you use or you don't use, but it's just there. Mm -hmm. But I keep seeing, I don't know if it's rumors or if it's actual developer talk about being able to hi not hide, but actually delete built-in apps. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, yeah, I just had that watch had it. That was cool. And then my next notes was all about phone. Me too, me too. Hmm. Um, I what had the uh, voicemail transcription, yes, which is great. That's awesome. Oh. I would do that all the time because yeah. uh, here's here's the thing. Um, why I don't call people, why I don't like being called, is that it consumes a huge amount of time, <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh, uh, versus just reading a text or reading yeah. just any text. And that's why I don't watch um, newscasts. You know, like if there's a story and the web page, like from CNN or wherever, you know, they ha they'll have a video and then they'll have text about the story underneath it. I skip yes. the video entirely. I always do. Same. And just read the text because I just want yep. the info. Please get me in and out. And mm. uh, so voicemail transcription, 
wonderful. I mm. If it works proper, I'll never have to listen to an, another voicemail. And that'd be fine by me because then I can just <laughs> uh, glance at it and realize that, of course, this is none of my business. I don't care. This is irrelevant yes. to my interest and it's dumb, <laughs> which is 99% of all voicemails ever. And so uh, this will save me... Um, uh, lifetimes worth of time. <laughs> yes. Um, I had that too uh, because I'm exactly the same as you. I don't I, – sometimes I don't listen to my voicemail and obviously that gets me into trouble. <laughs> so I'd much rather just go, oh, yeah, there it is, and then decide do I call that person or do I just text them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, phone – APIs that you can, uh, so uh, like apps can detect phone spam. Oh my gosh. We don't get voicemail spam here like they were talking about they do in China. But what we do get a lot of here is we get a lot of cold canvassing from call centers. Um. And they might be a phone company saying, oh, did you want to upgrade your plan? Well, like, no, because I'd go do that if I wanted to. Um, the ones that I've been getting recently is financial planning. Mm. Oh, we're from such and such company. Like, I don't even know who you are, so why would I put you in trust of my finances? So, yeah, we get a lot of that sort of stuff. So I'm hoping that um, the apps can also detect that. But you'd know, because if they're not on your list, why would you answer the phone? Exactly. I know better than to uh, stranger stranger danger myself <laughs> on the yeah. phone. Yeah, you know it's gonna. You know you're going to be caught up. Mm-hmm. Um, the VoIP API will bring up full screen photo for person when they call. That's neat. That's super neat. Um, contact card enhanced so that you've got one tap connection in your favorite way. So. I would go into your contact card and it would have their um, just a little circle with an icon for call, text, FaceTime. Mm-hmm. I can just tap on what I want. I thought that was kind of cool. And, um, oh, yeah, and they're joining with Cisco to have your work and your personal stuff coming to the same phone. Because not everybody has a work phone and a personal phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I used to have a work phone, it was personal as well. At first I had both and it was too much to remember to bring both phones oh. and charge both phones. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then sometimes some of the same people were on both phones and you'd be doing personal things on the work phone. Right. And, oh, blah. Vice versa. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I know uh, some of my friends now have work phones, and that's what they have as their personal as well. And I eventually did that as well, just one phone. So with the Cisco Spark, you've got both your work stuff and your personal stuff coming through the same phone. But that's obviously using Cisco system, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. Um, Yeah. So I think that meant if you had a separate work number, Oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was all my phone stuff. Me too, me too. And, and then, uh, oh, 
Next is the best. The thing uh, I use the most on my iPhone, probably. Same. And, um, you know, the, as I've said before, the iPhone is the object that I reach for the most in my life. I, mm-hmm. I, I think that is, you know, literally true. That's probably still true. And what I do on my phone the most probably is messages because I text (laughs) a lot. And so um, they have a ton of stuff for messages. And so this is my favorite part. I, the thing I cannot wait for, and it is the thing that you and I have said on this podcast and to each other in uh, uh, via text uh, that we just can't, why doesn't messages have uh, this and well now it does or will in the fall and that is yeah. uh, stickers ray stickers oh my god stickers yeah. stickers <laughs> stickers stickers <laughs> and because it, their um extensions mm-hmm. we'll be able to have all sorts of stuff yes it oh, oh my gosh oh my gosh i can't wait stickers stickers <laughs> um so cool so there's so many things. It was just like boom messages. Rich links show preview of link including video. Yes, uh, very keen. Camera is more direct. Oh, I think it's easier to get to. Oh, okay. Instead of, yeah, yeah. I, oh, I didn't really expand on that. I've just got <laughs> that note there. I was like, what does that mean? Uh, large emoji. So cool. Three times larger emoji. Yes, that is great. Ooh. Yeah. <gasps> emoji predict- predictions. But uh, the best thing is emojifiable words detection. That is uh, amazing. And I want it. And it's awesome. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know how I ever communicated before without emoji. <laughs> right. And I know not everyone does emoji. And mm-hmm. I'm sad for them. But... um. <laughs> And, and I know some of the people that I message don't do emoji, but I just slam them down there anyway because it's how I roll. And <laughs> um, to have the detection, oh, my goodness, how good are our texts going to be? We're always emojifying everything. Mm-hmm. Now, instead of searching, oh, I'm sure there's like a wedding ring app or I'm sure a sword or something. Boom, mm-hmm. tap mm-hmm. the emoji button. And emojifies everything, and then you just tap on the words that are highlighted. It's like a dream come true. I didn't know I needed that, but obviously now I'm not going to live without it. Right. Yes, exactly. You know? Exactly. Uh, um, oh, and the next thing I have was bubbles Bubbles effects. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have loud or quiet. So cool. That's kind of also a type of emoji emotifying things isn't it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. emotifying um and then invisible ink oh yeah 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 i forgot about that oh so cool um sorry everyone that i messaged but oh my goodness i'm gonna use all these things on you everybody so get ready <laughs> um uh and then quick tap back so you can give like a thumbs up or a love mm-hmm. heart that mm-hmm. kind of cool we're already used to things like that in um, apps like Facebook. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they make sense because someone's made a post and you're like, well, I don't really need to write an essay comment. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. like what they're saying or doing. Mm-hmm. Same thing with your messages. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest, biggest, like maybe, or maybe, maybe, 
bigger than the emergifiable words for me is digital touch and handwriting. Yes. I can't wait. Yes. Why are they not on the back? Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) besides that, super, super cool Um, and exactly what you would imagine. Um, It looked like about half of your screen, so plenty of room to get in there and, and, and draw a picture or, oh, sorry, sketch a picture or um, draw on a photo or on video. And you can send your, heart rate, uh, your heartbeat just like you can on the watch. Uh, I'm all for it. I can't wait. I'll be doing it a lot. Yes. I think that if you don't have an Apple Watch, you probably don't really think you're going to use digital touch. We both guarantee you will. True story. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, the – I'm not sure if they're called – all of the places that you keep the extensions for all of the apps were called a drawer, but they were definitely called messages drawer, as in D-R-A-W-E-R. Mm. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure how you get to those. They didn't really show that, but in your messages drawer is where your – um, extensions will be for iMessage and then um, there was an app called Jib Jab that does GIFs I just mm-hmm. made a personal note of that because I'm like oh okay because I think that made GIFs of your own stuff maybe mm-hmm. live photos I can't remember and that's all I had that was ha- pretty huge though I had uh, you can send money through uh, service <gasps> That's right, yeah. And uh, you can order dinner and have a group chat and, you know, have a group order and whatnot. Very keen. Yeah. It takes it to a whole new level. Because that'll be on your iPad as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And iPod Touch, if Mm -hmm. you use that. Mm -hmm. Um, My next thing was notes. Oh, no. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's part of that. That's it. Notes collab, <clears throat> like you were saying, you can have group messaging. Mm-hmm. Um, conversation view in mail. I didn't quite get that. What was uh, that about? Um, I think it shows <clears throat> you the whole thread. Um, oh, I see. I can't remember how you got to it. I'm not sure if it's a 3D touch or if it's a different feature. Mm. Uh, live photos are better and editable. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, split view in Safari for iPad. Mm. I thought it had split view. Mm. It might have been like a better version of it. Or well, something. it's uh, two Safaris open at once, basically. So. Oh, in Safari itself. I see mm-hmm. what you're saying. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, well, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, because you don't do that now on iOS. Oh, okay, good. Um. Privacy has end-to-end encryption. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that means, but it sounds cool. <laughs> it's sounds on, safe. Uh, it's on by default, and it's uh, there always, so that's uh, yeah. very neat. And, um, again, not until fall or spring. Um, but a public beta for iOS 10 and macOS Sierra is available next month in July. And um, you can sign up for it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it because the only computer that I, because I always suggest you do it with an extra device. 
mm-hmm. not your sole device just because sure. it's beta and it's going to have bugs and things mm-hmm. might not work how you want them to or expect them to. Mm-hmm. Um, the only Mac I have that can upgrade is the is the main one I use for study and everything else. So I won't be upgrading, unfortunately, and uh, to Mac OS and maybe with iOS, maybe to to my current phone, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but the main thing I wanted to say at the end of it all, because I watched it and I was like, um, oh, okay. There, there's one more topic. There is one more topic, but this doesn't relate to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so sorry. Um, mm. uh, is where's the hardware for all the software? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because I'm sure most of the devices would handle all the things now. But I just know that was so hard. But anyway, um, yeah, Swift Playgrounds. Woot! Um, oh! Uh, this oh, oh, oh. is getting me interested in, in coding because they made it look so neat and fun and interesting and simple. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, it's like, oh, my gosh, I could do things too. I don't know what to do, <laughs> but I want to yeah. do things. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, I, my, uh, the study that I'm taking at the moment is um, web development. So I'm already being exposed to coding and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm on, like, this big learning focus and I just want to absorb all the things and learn all the things. So um, I've never thought of making an app either. Like, what would I make? Look at all the apps that are already out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but using Playgrounds did look fun and I think I'd retain it because it's visual and that's how I learn. Um, and you can actually use what you learn in that. Like they've aimed it at kids, but I think if you're a beginner – it's going to make sense as well. And you can use what you learn there back in the real world of coding. Mm, mm-hmm. So that uh-huh, gives you uh-huh. an, an understanding of the language and everything. And, and apparently Swift is easy to learn anyway. So I've downloaded the lesson books that they have in iBooks. And also there's a course a beginner's course, um, it's from Harvard, so it's in iTunes U. So there's free tuition there as well. Super keen. I'm not sure where I'm going to fit that into my actual study and things, <laughs> but um, <laughs> somewhere, slowly. It And it's going to be free, and it's for iPad. Um, I am looking f- uh, what I want in life. Apparently, what I want in life. I didn't realize this uh, uh, <laughs> before, but apparently, what I want in life is to be able to do uh, apps just with my iPad, not touching a Mac. Okay. Uh, that because that'd be uh, just the best if I could just just do everything on my iPad uh, because mm. I can learn Swift on my iPad. Can I? Mm. You know, what about executing actual programs on my? iPad that would be really mm. neat um, mm. so but and I say that only because I don't want to go through I don't want to buy a whole new Mac uh, just for you know a hobby of uh, programming and uh, you know as expressed I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, the uh, I don't want to um, you know burning this Mac down to the ground trying to eke out every single uh, kilobyte of space and stuff like that. Oh my God, hassle. And so if Apple could just uh, solve this problem for me by letting me do everything on my iPad, that would be just great. Thank you. <laughs> mm. 
Mm. I'm wondering um, where you go from the app. Mm -hmm. You know, is there like a a free form um, feature where you can take what you've learnt and go off into another part of the app and start from scratch yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. without lessons or prompting? And then how, how would you get your creation out of there and mm-hmm. out to people? Right. So I'm not sure. You might have to go back to Mac. I don't know. Yep. Yep. I, I assume I assume you do, but uh, yeah. I can dream. <laughs> you can. You can. But seeing as they bring it to iPad in that format, there's definitely potential there that one day, as they say about iPad, it's the future of computing. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be a day where you don't have to go back to the Mac. It's a sad day for me because Mac's my favorite Apple product ever. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure that it will go that way. And you'll get your dream come true. Yay, dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Coming true, yeah. Yeah. So that was all my notes. Um, wow. That was like the longest podcast we've ever mm-hmm. done. I uh, just have one uh, final note, a uh, thing that touch, yeah. touched me in the feels, which is yeah. uh, uh, Cook said in the closing statement uh, that they at Apple believe technology should lift humanity. And I yes. thought uh, that is a very awesome uh, statement. I adore yes. it. It uh, hits me right in the feels and yeah. it's something I believe in as well. And if I yeah. learn uh, Swift, then I can help contribute you know, and uh, I uh, am enjoying it. Technology has absolutely lifted my life, um, and it has given me, you know, connections to people I wouldn't have uh, otherwise. And it, it is just the best thing. And Apple products for me are the best way to interact with the world of technology. And I'm just so super happy to uh, be using Apple products and softwares and everything. And I'm just having a ball and uh, life is great. (laughs) (laughs) This is it. This is it. Um, It should lift. And I know a lot of people struggle with moderation. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, I don't find it ever, ever, ever um, in a bad way in my life because I wouldn't yeah. be able to do this podcast with you if it wasn't for the lifting of humanity mm-hmm. and connecting with people because humans want to connect with other humans mm-hmm. and we might not necessarily want to leave the house <laughs> <laughs> to do so. And so, yay, we don't have to. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <Huzzah. laughs> yay. Um that to me is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, it was big and there's lots to think about. Um, it's nice that it was inspiring as well as kind of making us all want to make an app that we don't know what to make, but mm-hmm. I want to code. <laughs> me too. I want to see what it's all. Uh, I learned uh, basic and I made a yeah. program uh, uh, in uh, basic, you know, a thousand million years ago that I was very proud yeah. of. And so yeah. I'm uh, familiar with the concepts and everything like that. But yeah. that was basic. And that was, you know, a hundred million years ago. And so it's yeah. hardly relevant now. You know, the only thing that knowledge does for me is familiarize myself with the concept of 
you know, line 10, uh, you know, do this, line 20, yeah. do this, yes. and, and, you know, yeah. and that's pretty much it. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. uh, but, you know, it's better than, I guess it's better than nothing to start out with, but I'm, uh, everyone says Swift is, you know, neat and uh, easy and uh, the Swift uh, playgrounds will, I think, you know, be just my speed even though i'm not a tot i have a tot level of understanding of how things <laughs> uh, operate you know in the modern computing computer programming so um you know oh i know uh, you know html and css uh to a limit very limited degree but um yeah no uh swift playgrounds that's that's for me that's uh, the just the very introduction that i need to figure out you know what's going on as as i'm learning HTML, uh, CSS, um, JavaScript, all sorts of things, PHP because I'm doing front end. Oh, right. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm in amongst it now. Um, I'm still excited for Playgrounds because I'm like, ooh, it's another language, but it's just going to be eased onto me. It's yeah. not like yeah. – uh, um, and because uh, my main focus is website development, um, then this can be a side project that's just nice and easy and simple and just eases onto me um, while I'm doing the other stuff so I can have time out when I'm having breaks from study and things like that. I can actually go do Swift and not feel like I'm still doing study. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I was kind of interested in um, because obviously I'm going to understand f- uh, fundamentals and things. But um, And I guess some of the lang- like some of the languages are very similar. Yeah, that's what I hear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you if you've seen a little bit of code here and there, and you kind of understand it, then you're going to be fine with Swift. Sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We just have to decide what app we're going to do. <laughs> yeah, that I like. I say uh, no idea at all. But uh, no. first steps. Uh, first steps first. <laughs> learn. Yeah, baby steps. <laughs> learn at least uh, what is Swift. How do you spell Swift? <laughs> you know, <this> is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I suppose we should go. Yes, because that uh, was an uh, awfully long podcast. Epic length. Oh my gosh. Oh, yep. oh my gosh. But uh, but worth it. I had fun. Yeah, totally. It was good. Um, it was good talking about everything mm-hmm. and just seeing how we're going to use those features and things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now I want to see the hardware, Apple. <laughs> see the hardware. <laughs> it's coming, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure too. All right. Well, uh, I'll catch up with you later. Okie dokie. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>